Geek Podcast. Today is January 28th. My name is Adam, and I'm, as always, joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. What up? And we are at episode 183, um, and before we get into it, uh, yeah. we get into the laughs and the fun stuff, just want to quickly, uh, you know, say just, man, it, this is right on the news of everything that happened with um, the, the helicopter crash that uh, claimed uh, Kobe Bryant's life, his daughter, uh, Gianna, and uh, there was another family on there as well. I believe it was uh, the some girls that were on uh, her basketball team as well. Is that correct? I believe so. There was also uh, there was also a, a coach on board. Yeah, um, it was the father of. I think he had something to the 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 girls were on her. I'm sorry, one of the girls were on um, Kobe's daughter's team. And I believe, uh, I believe an assistant coach was there as well. Uh, it all, it all, they all had, to, they were all on it because of uh, the daughter's basketball. Um, at least that's from what I read from the Los Angeles Times. Um, and I, I believe like his wife as well was on it. Not Kobe, but the the other, um, the other assistant coach's uh, wife was on it as well. And um, you know, just I was wanted to say our hearts go out to their family and. You know, I, I can't can't even imagine. Um, it, it was a rough day. I, I went and um, I went and hung out with my mom and my brother that day. We saw 1917, which I'll talk about later in the episode. But man, it just it really it really hit home that you know tomorrow is not it's not guaranteed. It's 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 a gift every day. You know the. It, it's a what's a what's a stereo what, what's the phrase it's a oh uh, yesterday's history tomorrow's a mystery but today's a gift that's why they call it, it the present exactly and it's so true it's cheesy but it's so fucking mm. true so you know uh if if you if you got a grudge with somebody or if you're upset with somebody just reach out to them you know squash it uh end it sorry my phone went off but uh it just it, it's it's not worth it and you know, just hug your your loved ones a little bit tighter, because um, it, oh man, hearing something like that is just it it's terrible, and I I can't even imagine what the, what their family's going through. So, just want to say that at the beginning of the show, um, but and there's really no way to transition, you know, into the episode, um, other than that. But yeah, yeah. It's it's terrible. I, I I know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, there's there's not much else I can say. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I I I did like seeing how many NBA teams started their games that night, taking the shot clock violations. Oh yeah, yeah, that was cool. I, was, I saw that. That was that was a nice little touch. Like I I appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, um, yeah, I, I, I can't even imagine, uh, especially the players that, you know, that, that have just been around him and that grew up idolizing him. And obviously some of them share the same court with him. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I saw that a lot of the teams are retiring his number as well on their team, just yeah. out of respect. Well, and it's, you know, I mean, he, even he he was one of those that even if you weren't a basketball fan like i mean i was i was a bandwagon fan when jordan was hot and then you know once once that oh everybody was yeah. right yeah, and that everyone, was the thing like yeah. oh yeah once once Absolutely. that was over it, it wasn't a thing anymore but even 
even that, like you couldn't deny the impact that he had on the game. And, you know, everybody is kind of loath to bring up the personal troubles and this and that. But the, the lesson learned from that is, is how, how good of a person he was. Right. If, 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 if for nothing else after that, to to put forth the effort that he did and, and all the work he did in the last handful of years in particular, you know, and, you know, anybody who saw uh, Dear Basketball, the short that he created and, and helped mm-hmm. work on, uh, that won an Academy Award, was it last year, year before, I think? Yeah. It's 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 just a fantastic thing. It's yeah. really just straight up, he loved basketball, and this is him telling that story. And it's, it's, a, it, it's a beautifully done little animated short it's really it's it's beautifully animated and well directed and everything but the story is his and the words are are his and it's just there's there is a purity to it that's really fantastic like he just loved the game and that translated on and off the court you know he 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 had extraordinary talent but he he used that position after the fact in particular to do good and that's you know hopefully that's as much what he's remembered for as as what he did on the court for sure right oh yeah absolutely i mean i i'm from orlando so you know we we had we had Shaq, right and so when i was a kid and then of course he goes to la it's like oh no wait a second so (laughs) you know it's uh, but i'm i'm you know that basketball is not my my sport i never really watch it Uh, but even i know just you know how big of a deal uh, he is and you know i think i think it's seeing you know after seeing the news the wave of support from people uh, and it's it's especially tragic because it it wasn't just him, you know, it was his family. Like his family was on it, his daughter. Yeah. Uh, and and then of course the other family. And I, I it it was just it was I don't know, it's just even more tragic. Um, so it's it, you know it, I don't know it, it. If anything, you know, you, you always try to look at the positive something. Hug, hug your family closer. You know, just it's it's un- unfortunate reminder to this life so fragile. You know, uh, and to just kind of try and take in every day as it is, uh, and try and find the enjoyment out of it. You know, it's easy to be cynical about so many things, <laughs> movies and games and all this dumb stuff we like, but uh, just try to <laughs> try to try to have some fun because uh, it's so quick. Um. Yeah. But, yeah. Man, so anyway, I don't I don't even know how to I don't know how to transition transition out of that. <laughs> but but the, to say, uh I, I saw nineteen seventeen um over the weekend and I guess we can go into a little bit later uh, in spoilers. But um but I really liked it. That's it, good. I mean, good. Yeah, that and I, I saw it with my brother and that's not a big spoiler, the movie, you know, it, it opens up and you, you get he it's it's one of those they gotta get a a, a, a message um, to um, another what is it division or another uh, platoon or company platoon. or something regiment. I don't I I don't yeah. remember exactly what, but yeah. Yeah, and one of the characters, the his brother is in the other regiment, and basically is like, if you if you, if you need to get there, and if you don't, you know, 
you, your brother could be dead. So, uh, so you know, it, it, it hit a little bit harder, hit a little bit different than I guess it would have been if I went there just normally by myself. Uh, so that was kind of cool. That was a cool experience, and it was relenting. It was you, – you couldn't catch your breath, and I loved that. Uh, Un- unrelenting. Unrelenting. Unrelenting, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> unrelenting. Um, yeah, and it was it, it was phenomenal. I, I couldn't praise it couldn't praise it higher. So I I hope that wins so many awards. I think it's up for like nine or ten uh, Oscars, if I'm not mistaken. Um, YouTube told me that I think. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I absolutely loved it. Uh, did you catch anything this weekend? We could talk spoilers about other stuff later on, but. Um, the last, uh, last couple weeks I saw Bad Boys and I saw The Gentleman. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. How were they? Uh, really good. I bet they're both, they're both, you watch the trailer and you think this is, they're each their own kind of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, The Gentleman oh, yeah. is very much a Guy Ritchie gangster movie. Like it's, you know exactly what you're getting when you walk into it. Uh, it's goofy and a little irreverent. And Hugh Grant does not sound like Hugh Grant, and it took me forever. Like my brain would not process that that's who it was. Because it, I mean, it's not a weird idea. What? It'd be crazy if if they let Guy Ritchie do a Bad Boys movie. I, you know, <laughs> it'd be nuts. It'd be completely different. But yes, sorry, go ahead. It 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 would, but it also wouldn't really. I don't right. think. But right. it's it's so weird because Hugh Grant. It's the first time I've ever seen him in a movie where he doesn't sound like Hugh Grant. Right, right, and right. And it just throws me off. Like, my brain would not... I was telling myself, I was like, that's Hugh Grant. My mind's like, no, no, it's not. Like, like <laughs> no, it's not Hugh Grant. It yeah. is Hugh Grant. No, it's not. Like, my brain was arguing with itself. Like, I'm telling you that's Hugh Grant. I know, we see it's Hugh Grant. It's definitely Hugh Grant. But we're hearing it. That's not Hugh Grant. <laughs> but it's it's fun and it's goofy and it's... It's one that it takes a couple of minutes to warm up, and then mm-hmm. once it does, it just kind of takes off. And it's really yeah. fun. Like, it's not a, a deep dive into anything. It's just a – it's it's goofy and kind of silly, and mm-hmm. I'm going to go with mildly over the top. Yes. Because it's not, it's not nuts, but mm-hmm. it's a little it's, – it's a little more – it's not entirely grounded. But okay. it's not, it doesn't take you out of it. It's just a little, it's a, it's a, they've turned it up just a shade. Uh, gotcha. But it was fun. It's enjoyable. It was a good time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, Bad Boys was a Bad Boys movie. You know, mm-hmm. you know exactly what you're getting when you go into it. But there is a, there, one thing that I enjoyed, there is a ton of heart in this one. Like, I mean, yeah, the first ones had, they had some, some character development. And you bonded with some people, but this has a, like, they pack a lot of emotion into this one. Yeah, that's what I hear. I mean, yeah. the reviewers just praised it. Like, I think Rotten Tomatoes had like a crazy good score for it. It's um, it's a good movie. It definitely yeah. helps. It's one of those that you don't have to have seen the first two to watch it because you get yeah. I mean, you know the gist of it, but it adds an extra dimension if you have. Right, and that's it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I confuse the first and the second one all the time. I imagine if you've seen either one of them, <laughs> your the knowledge of that uh, just brings it up. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I that's definitely one I want to go see. Especially when I saw just how the, the rave reviews it was getting, I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" Oh, by the way, another one I saw was Knives Out. Oh, did you finally? What'd you think? Yes. Oh, I loved it. It's loved so it. good. Yeah. 
yeah, I, that's one of those you can't really talk too much about without getting into spoilers. But that was just a treat from beginning to end. Yeah, it is. It's, and, and I, they I, do something in the middle that I was like, oh, wait, OK, so it's just it's right here. And then you know, I was like, I thought that would have been way later. Uh, and and it just it just keeps hitting you like, oh, whoa, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> it's just so good. Yeah. No, the the things that they do, like like you said, once they get about halfway through, you're like, oh, well, that's I don't understand why why this happened. I don't get it. Yeah. And then when you find out why, you're just kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, that's that's why. OK. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, man, that was fun. Yeah. So it's that that's that that was done uh, or that was fun. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, I think that comes out on digital soon i think all of these are the ones that the big movies from late last year are they should be coming out probably early february yeah it's usually the next uh it's usually like three months so it'll be the next sometime the next like four six weeks yeah yeah so definitely check that out that that was fun from beginning to end so yeah cool Cool. How did uh, Bad Boys do this weekend? Uh, Bad Boys held strong this weekend. Uh, about another thirty-four million, uh, top the charts. Uh, Nineteen seventeen came in with about half that. Um, do little continued to do little with another twelve million. Okay. Uh, the gentleman opened with uh, about ten and a half. It's probably not going to wind up making its money, which mm-hmm. I think is a little sad. But hopefully, mm-hmm. it it finds a nice little like second life on uh digital and mm-hmm. blu-ray uh because i think it definitely deserves it yeah um and then uh jumanji picked up another uh, a little over seven and a half because jumanji is just going to keep making money and we're going to have mm. it until july again yeah had that, man i'm telling you man we had the last one for six freaking months oh wow <laughs> it did we had it until june we had it until june of 2018 yeah. Oh was, wow! Oh, it was bonkers. Yeah, <laughs> it came out at Christmas, and it was like, yeah, we 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 still got it. Like, so many things came and went. Like, we had it longer than Star Wars. We had it longer than The Greatest Showman. Like, it just never left. Oh wow! It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that is nuts. But you know, that happens sometimes. Yeah. Cool. 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 Um, let's see here. We got, what are some new movies coming out? Uh, coming out, uh, next week or this week, uh, this Tuesday, this week, uh, the rhythm section comes out this week. Mm. I still don't know what that movie's about, but I'm very interested. Okay. Um, and then we get Gredlin Hansel, which I'm fairly certain I know what that's about and I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, no, that trailer was freaky. I'd, I didn't even see, I didn't even know there, I'm, I imagined there was a trailer. I just never bothered to watch it oh really yeah why Why is that i'm just i have zero interest in this movie oh okay at all like i I remember the last hansel and gretel yeah yeah it's (laughs) yeah yeah but um cool 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 yeah maybe it'll be surprising and turn out to be good unlike the grudge remake reboot thing they tried to do that was horrible yeah it was a tragedy. Yeah. Let's see here. Cool. Uh, well, let's let's I guess let's jump into some movie news. What do we got here? Yeah, we got. Uh, uh, 
Um, the the what I thought was the biggest little like fun piece of news from this week was uh, Taika maybe he's doing a Star Wars movie. That would be awesome and super smart. And you know what I thought of this week, and I, I'm glad you just mentioned that bit of news because I want to pitch something to you. Oh boy, here we go. So as we all know, I've been deep diving into a lot of fantasy series. Um, uh, I've been reading too many books all at the same time, so I'm not getting for far in any of them. Um, <laughs> um, I've just been going crazy with fantasy right now, right? Um, uh, you know, the Wheel of Time, all sorts of stuff. And uh, while I'm working or while I'm doing other stuff, I like to put on something uh, to watch that I don't really have to pay attention to, but I'm just – it's kind of there for noise or I'm looking for it every once in a while. And so I've been watching the – uh, Lord of the Rings movies and the mostly the behind the scenes stuff uh, right. that I have with the extended cuts, which is like nine hours each of behind the scenes stuff. By the way, I, I <laughs> we've probably talked about this a million times, but it hit me again that there's three Hobbit movies. Yep. Um, always thought there was two because <laughs> the first one I just wasn't that big of a fan of. Yeah. Um, now there's three. So, there's three of them so i need to go back and figure out which ones i've seen because i've definitely seen the first one i thought i thought it was kind of neat how they did the frame rate stuff in the theater when i saw that but outside of that i thought it was just it was not my cup of tea uh and then i must have seen parts of the second and third mixed up together that's entirely possible i remember them going down a river i remember smog uh uh i couldn't tell you a lot of the other things that I, remember, I don't really remember much else. Um, but I want to see the behind the scenes stuff. So this is going somewhere. I promise you. Okay. Um, so I've been watching a ton of that, mostly Lord of the Rings uh, behind the scenes. Cause I have that ready available for me. I don't have the behind the scenes for the Hobbit stuff. Um, I thought just imagine Taika doing a TV series or a movie, or I, it'd be better as a series a behind the scenes show kind of like the office or how they do the, uh, uh, the, the vampire, what was it? The, what we do in the shadows. Yeah. A behind the scenes series of someone working on those movies back in the day. And every once in a while you could have a random actor from those movies pop in. But I just think that would be hilarious. Okay. Just like if you follow a guy that's, that's behind the scenes on those movies and it's all it's all about being in New Zealand and him working in New Zealand and him working on those movies. And the show is a series about just a regular guy getting to work on that series and a bunch of shenanigans happen and a bunch of behind the scenes stuff happen. And then like, you know, one day basically you get Peter Jackson somehow involved in it. And like he just he's kind of like Michael from The Office, but he's like, all right, no one can wear shoes today. Like he just, just stupid things like that. Because every once in a while, I'm watching behind the scenes stuff, and Peter Jackson just doesn't have shoes on, and like he took the he took the idea from the Hobbits and how silly that is, and I just thought that was funny. Um, I know it's I know it would, nothing like that would ever get made, but I thought that would be a hilarious idea of someone to do like a behind the scenes for a movie or a popular series, and I thought that would work with with him and and you know being from New Zealand and that sense of humor and. Uh, I just thought that'd be funny. It's it's a concept. 
It's, that's, that's for I sure. Know, I know I'll it's so that stupid, but I was watching it. I was like, it would be really cool because I love the behind the scenes stuff. I think there should be a channel that's just straight behind the scenes all day, every day of the Ghostbusters, of Lord of the Rings, of any movie you can think of. Um, and I don't know. I, I, I just thought, oh, that would be crazy if he did like a show like that. Uh, because I, I, you know, what we do in the shadows is fantastic. Have you ever seen the show for that? I haven't seen the show. No. Oh, yeah. The movie's great, of course. Um, the show is it. It's so funny. I I want to spoil something, but I don't. But oh, it's so good. You you gotta see it. You gotta you gotta see it. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the they're doing the second season now. Okay. Um, but it's oh man, I want to spoil something, but I don't. If you're if you're gonna watch it, I I will at some point. Like I plan to okay. for sure. They do something later later in the season that is just so good. It's so fucking – it's so clever. I don't know. Sorry. I, I had that idea when I was watching all this behind-the-scenes stuff, and I was like, you know what? That would be a great concept for a show. Um, I don't know. Anyway, uh, it's it. that's a no-brainer for me. Of course they should get him for Star Wars. Uh, you know, it, especially if it has nothing to do with established characters. You know, one of my favorite scenes from The Mandalorian that just sticks with me um, when I think about that whole season is those two scout troopers. Yeah. And and that's totally him. Like, that's he's all over that scene. I know he directed it. I know – I don't know if he wrote it, but that, that scene is just so him. Um, and, and I could 100% see him doing a Star Wars thing. It just it, – it couldn't be established characters. Like, like that was kind of the thing with um, – um, with episode eight that threw me off was was the wake you know the, the, how Luke kind of tossed the lightsaber like there were little bits that didn't really mesh up with how you've seen the character and the tone of those movies for years if that makes sense right uh, that that rubbed me a little bit the wrong way I wasn't like the people you know I wasn't like a lot of people who went crazy over it but I was just like oh that's that's a weird tonal shift I think it would work in in the show or movie or what, or yeah, I guess a movie that you'd be doing, if it was just completely unestablished characters, you can do whatever you want with it. Right. And I think that that's perfect. I think it works for Thor, but I think there were some people who were like, wait a second, why is Chris, Chris Hemsworth suddenly being this kind of funny or, or this, this, like, uh, this this it was just such a shift from Thor one and Thor two that it was welcomed for me and a lot of other people you two as well oh yeah but but there were a few people and I understand why they were like oh wait that just completely killed it for me uh just because it wasn't the humor is a hard thing to get um but man I totally would be on board for that like I said the only thing that I would do is just make sure and it looks like if all the rumors are true that they're going to the uh, they're, they're, they're going to the High Republic era, as they're calling it. That totally makes sense. Get completely characters that are not established. I mean, his sense of humor would actually kind of work for Yoda as well <laughs> because of the way Yoda acts in Episode 5. In a way, yes, very much In so. a way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So, uh, But mostly if they were just unestablished characters, they were just, you know, g- <laughs> uh, some, some bounty hunter or some, you know, I, I could totally see – you know, like a spiced, <laughs> kind of like a Han Solo type character or whatever, uh, a smuggler or whatever. I could totally see a sh- something like that, a movie or even a show. Uh, but yeah, that that entire scene from Mandalorian was just great. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, there's my uh, 
Uh, but anyway, um, what do you think? Sorry. I no, I definitely agree. Like I, there's yeah. certainly whatever he chooses to do with him, like they're gonna be different. That's for sure. And I think that's gonna be good. I think a yeah. completely different kind of, uh, kind of tone and everything is exactly what they need going forward. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I saw we got a Fast 9 tease. Yes. F9. Or, or just F9, apparently. I don't know. If they're actually going to call that. Then just, ugh, just stop already. But <laughs> it's it's F9 the Fast Saga is what it said on everything. So... Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm so over these movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next one going to be F10? Yeah, and that's supposed to be the last one. They said they all were only going to do 10. What if it's someone shifting and they just shift F10? Sorry. Uh. <laughs> these are just, these are, these are keys on a keyboard now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, but um, I, I like the teaser. I guess, I guess we get the real trailer Friday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the actual trailer trailer drops on Friday. So. Yeah. Man, they better not do anything with that baby. Leave the baby alone. <laughs> I got a little. When I saw each other, I was like, "They nope, don't let the baby be safe." Yeah, <laughs> don't need that. Um, but wh- how, how many more did they say they were going to do of these? And like the main Fast and Furious series. Two, two more. Two more. They're going to ten. They're going to ten. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That's that was the plan anyway. <laughs> What do we know about this one? We know that the Cena's in it, and um, who else was in it? I don't know. Um, what's his name? Was it? Oh, what's his name? Oh, sorry, my um, my brain is. Uh, I don't. I don't even know who you're looking for. From Guardians, the blue guy. Um. Oh, uh, Michael Rooker. Yeah. Michael Rooker. That's yeah. it. Yeah, he's supposed to be in it, I believe. Okay, yeah, that's right. I did see that. Like he got added kind of late, though, if I remember right. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if also do we we don't know if Cena's a good guy or a bad guy yet, do we? No. I hope he's not a bad guy. I think he he's got to be in the family. Or maybe it's one of those he's the bad guy like Vegeta, and then or every other character they bring into the Fast like, and Furious. You saga. mean like The Rock when they brought him in, where it was like, hey, he's not with us, and then you know, turned out he was. Right. Well, at least The Rock was a good guy. He was definitely an antagonist of the movie, but he was still a good guy. I still don't understand uh, what's this man. My my brain's just going numb here. The, the who's who's the other uh, guy with The Rock? Statham, um, the Hobbs, and Shaw. Yeah, Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Yeah, I I I still don't understand how. I mean, you've 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 told me a million times, but it still rubs me the wrong way that he's yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that whole justice for Han. Um, but anyway, yeah, um, they'll they'll probably do that in the sequel with an extended Kevin Hart cameo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, wait, wasn't who was in? I don't want to spoil. Kevin Hart was in one of them, right? He was in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because The Rock was in it. That's right. That's right. Now I know they had beef for a little bit, but the rock they gotta be in the tenth one, right? I would imagine so, yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're in this one, but they they have to be in the tenth one. Gotta bring them all together. 
yeah, if you're if you're gonna do like an actual like finale to it, which kind yeah. of a in game for it, and then they can you know, reboot it or whatever. Yeah, or soft reboot, where <laughs> they continue on but not as many. Yeah, yeah, definitely got to do that. Um, man, man, good. Just, just go, go all for it. Go to space. Go back in time. Save on. <laughs> do something. I look, man. You know what? I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't either. I, if, I'm, it's, I'm all for the wackiness of it now. If if they decide that they want to do time travel, I mean, shit, everything else on the planet does time travel anymore. Like, yeah. I mean, they're straight up superheroes in the last one. Yeah. I, I was watching that with my friend, and she was like, wait, so like, like we're because we'll, we'll play cards or do other things during what well, we're not really watching it. But she's like, wait a second. They're like, they're superheroes. Like they're jumping around, and I'm like, "Yep, that's they're just fully embracing it at this point." <laughs> uh, but yeah, Hobbs and Shaw was wild. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, talks of another Bad Boys. Yeah, because uh, of how well this one was received, they just kind of said, "Hey, so you want to do a fourth one?" And uh, so they one last time. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate, though, that they called the third one Bad Boys for Life, because now they can't call the fourth one Bad Boys for Life. Ah, I see what you did. That's yeah. true. But, uh, I mean, you know, this was a no-brainer. Once once this <laughs> thing was like, oh, crap, this really made money, and people really want to see this, you know, no. I they were obviously going to do a, a another one, you know, yeah. no doubt. Oh, yeah. That's good. That's good. Um... Uh, speaking of sequels, got another national treasure. Yeah, the uh, the, the so uh, Chris Bremner was the guy who came in to do like the last set of rewrites on the Bad Boys for Life script, mm-hmm. and so Sony hired him to do the fourth one because they liked what he did and they liked the movie, and uh, he basically said, "Yeah, okay, cool, uh, but I'm also working on National Treasure Three over at Disney." And everybody just kind of went, wait, what? This is, I'm sorry, nobody told us this. Right. Right. I uh, I really like the meme that uh, Nicolas Cage is going to be trying to steal the Snyder Cut. So <laughs> There you go. I think that was my favorite one of those. And uh, <laughs> That's perfect. I think it's just completely stupid and ridiculous enough to work. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. Um, we got some other Disney movie news here. Yeah, so uh, Jenica Robertson uh, Dworich, who was a writer on Captain Marvel, and Lindsay Beer, who was a writer on Sierra Burgess is a Loser, are uh, writing a live-action Bambi movie. Okay. Because wow. even though the live-action Lion King was was actually fairly awful, if you were this, and here's the thing: there is definitely there are definitely two camps on this. If you've never seen the original Lion King, if you were the the little kid who went into this for the first time, I'm sure this blew your mind and you loved it and you'll love it forever. That's cool. Go for Timon, it. Timon and Pumbaa were pretty cool, but they were the yeah. they were the pr- they, pretty much they were it. But yeah. and I liked that there were some little changes made. The change. Let me say this: the changes that were made were neat. I liked how there was more in the Oasis and there was a little more depth to the lionesses. Like they, yeah. the changes that they made were good. But mm-hmm. I think the problem was that other than that, it was it was genuinely the exact same movie all over again. 
Right. And Disney, like, it was disappointing in light of the fact that Aladdin was very different. And it was Mm -hmm. good and different. Speaking of Guy Ritchie, it was good and different. And then to have The Lion King just be the same movie all over again, it was like, I we already have this. Why? Right. So that was a bummer. But unfortunately, it made a billion dollars. So they're going to live action the hell out of everything now. Yeah. 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 I, yep. That's what it seems like. And Bambi's, I mean, oh, I don't. I don't. I don't know who that's for. Is there is, is there even music in Bambi? No. This no, is right. This is well. But I mean, you know, here's the thing. There's there was music in Mulan, and they decided to just not. So I mean, I'm just trying to think of something that would be worth it for Bambi. Bambi was a great cartoon. Cartoon as a kid. I I don't know. I but I can't I can't tell you anything besides her mom get shot and she had a rabbit as a friend yeah uh outside of that i couldn't tell you it just doesn't i don't know who that's for uh that seems like something that would be perfect for disney plus and it and it may well be i mean lady and the tramp was on disney plus and i think that was a good call yes and there's way more to mine from lady and the tramp i think than than bambi yeah bambi's just classic because it is classic i i guess it's i don't i don't know um yeah, I don't know. Uh, c- cool, I guess. <laughs> Man, um, I can't wait for Mulan. Yeah, Mulan's gonna be good. It's in two months. Uh, yeah. On the feature side of things, on thing like I said, I I agree with you. I think this is definitely gonna be a Disney Plus movie. The uh, the fact that Robert Zemeckis is attached to a live action Pinocchio film kind of makes me think that's going to be a uh, a feature film. Yeah. And also, they're making a live-action Pinocchio movie, because of course they are. Right. <laughs> uh, just, guys, make some new stuff. Oh, well, I, I say that, but then Soul comes out in, like, June. And that actually looks really cool. So. Yeah. Isn't, um, uh, what's that? There's, like, a fantasy animated, On- I think it's Pixar doing it with Onward. the dad. Onward, yeah. Onward, that looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, I think I like that. Chris Pratt and Tom Holland and trying to, you know, yeah. find the top half of their dad. Yeah, it's, I think it's neat. It's it is neat, but again, that's Pixar. Right, right, it's Pixar. I forget how what the relationship with the Disney is now. <laughs> are they completely separate at this point? Or are they in relationship? The Pixar, the Disney owns Pixar. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah. so they own it, right? Yeah. But there's... I've lost track over time if they've owned them or they don't own them or they kind of own them, but they're partners. They're, they were partners for a long time. Uh, right. And then when that partnership ended, there was a lot of talk about where are they going to go now and what are they going to do. And I think that was right. – I, I think that was like early in Iger's tenure, I think. Gotcha. And that was one of the things he did was he and Jobs sat down and said, hey, no, let's how about we just do this thing? Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Totally makes sense. But yeah, um, I used to have I used to have that history down cold. I need to go back and look over some of that again. Yeah, but um, but no, they're they are a, Spe- a fully owned company now. Speaking of Lion King, I think that's actually on Disney Plus now. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the live action Aladdin movie went up uh what like a like two weeks ago, I think, two, three weeks ago. Right, right. So 
I mean, you know, check them out. See, you know, see, that's the thing. If, if you have Disney Plus, go check them out for yourself because you can always just go, hey, this isn't for me 20, 30 minutes in and be like, no, okay. Uh, it's it's not the, you know, so it's there. Right. Uh, I guess. Um, but yeah. Uh, well, anyway. Um, oh, uh, speaking of, well, uh, we'll do the next one. and I'll, I'll, There's something I want to add to it. Yeah. Uh, so Bad Robot. Uh, some of the they they've got a new deal going with Warner Brothers, uh, which includes uh, the ideas for some film and TV stuff regarding Justice League Dark, which has been rumored to be a thing for years. And I'm still not going to hold my breath because I don't think DC has the balls to actually do that and do it well. So, yeah, I, I love the idea. And you're absolutely right. We've been hearing this. For years now. I mean, Del, um, I mean, Guillermo del Toro was supposed to right. do this, and he was involved with it, and was writing up the Bible for it and everything, and then nothing. Yeah, the Warner Brothers has been extremely gun shy about a lot of their franchises. Um, well, we're getting the Harley Quinn. <laughs> I saw the trailer for the Harley Quinn again. I was in the theater with my family, and my brother's like, "Did she just do cocaine?" <laughs> Yes, <laughs> like she yes, totally she does did. cocaine in the trailer. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally <I'm> ex- inhales it. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about Birds of Prey just because it really looks like they said, "Eh, screw it." <laughs> Me too. Totally, they're they're at a fuck it attitude, and I, I love it. Um, it just it made me laugh, and I was like, yeah, yeah. totally. We're we're in front of my mom, and she's laughing. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have been talking at that point, but um, it was it was the it was the trailers, so, but. It was fun. I, I, I thought it looked great. Uh, I think it looks cool, yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, this is a no-brainer. Do this. Make it scary. Um, yeah. I, I, the, the, but I just, I'm afraid this, if they do make it, it's going to go the route of uh, New Mutants. Where they're just so gun-shy. They don't think it'll work. You, you, I just know there's so many probably executives going, let's hire these people to do this. But then there's other people going, that won't work. No, it won't work. It won't work at all. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't have Superman. It doesn't have Batman. Uh, they'll, they'll just, I don't know. Yeah, well, I just have a did... feeling we'll never see the light of day of it. But... Yeah, neither did Shazam, but it did really well. So, I mean, you exactly. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, look, look what Aquaman did <laughs> for Christ's sake. <laughs> um, but yeah. Wonder Woman's this year, right? Like, is it summertime? Yeah, it's June. Cool. Yeah, that's gonna be exciting. Um, oh, the the bad robot thing. I you know been into fantasy a bunch. Um, I don't know. Have you seen? Okay, so you know Brandon Sanderson. He he's the one who finished the Wheel of Time. Uh, he's done the Way of Kings, the Stormlight Archive, uh, uh, Mistborn, um, all these crazy series, and he has been pushing his YouTube recently. So he did three different uh, Q&As, live streams, while he signed over 10,000 book covers because they're doing the 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 first book in the Stormlight Archive, The Way of Kings, getting a, what do you call it, where you, the leather-bound books. Okay, gotcha, yeah. Yeah, which I'm definitely getting. Um, uh, but they're like, it's, it's like 100 bucks. It's a crazy price, but oh my god, it's beautiful. And it has all the artwork and stuff in it. So anyway, um, he's been doing these Q&As, and they're just fascinating. Um, and they're... <laughs> Q and A is usually what twenty minutes, thirty minutes, an hour. They are three plus hours each. Damn. And he's sitting there just answering people's questions 
from everything. Uh, how he got started, you know, struggles with what, what he struggles with writing certain characters and fantasy and how he came up with the idea of Mistborn. He's like, oh, I came up with the idea of Mistborn because I, I saw Harry Potter and I thought, what if the Dark Lord won? And what, you know, what, would, fair. what would the world what would the world be like? And you know, could the heroes that come out of it maybe it's not a chosen one because the chosen one lost. And maybe maybe it would take a group of like ordinary not ordinary, but like just not the chosen one to kind of like, hey, we gotta do something about you know, what would that be like? And man, I was like, that's such and that's the Mistborn series. Yeah. Um, and it just it, he it, his ideas and where they come from and, and how he got them and he he goes he goes in length about the wheel of time and how that came about he goes in the length about you know the first few books that he did and what the publisher wanted to push him out and push him on tour and what that was like and going on tour as an author and how you get noticed and how how people you know obviously doing the wheel of time is really what skyrocketed his career from getting. 50 to 200 people to show up to his signing to thousands of people to, to, to go see him and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, or not thousands, but a lot more people. Um, and it, it was just, it was, it's so fascinating. And, and in part of the Q and a, he talked about, you know, they were like, what makes you nervous? And he was like, I, he's like, I'm just like anyone else. Nowadays, things that made me nervous ten years ago are not the things that make me nervous now because he's he's used to going on tour, he's used to doing all that stuff, so that's no big deal to him. But sitting in room with people like he said he sat he's sat multiple times with J.J. Abrams, uh, he didn't say what it was for, but uh, uh, he said it was like story groups or something like that, um, and that is nerve wracking for him. So I dude, I don't even know what that's for. I don't know if that was for Star Wars. If that's for something coming up, if that's for what's going on with Warner Brothers, um, but could you imagine <laughs> sitting? So I don't know. I thought that was interesting that he was talking to them. Could be for one of his series. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I thought that was just so neat that like, oh shit, like he's sitting with these people because uh, I guess they bring him on as like, oh hey, you're like a really popular writer. Come in here and sit in with us, and and we can discuss you know stories and stuff like that. And and uh, for movies or whatever whatever JJ was doing, so I don't know. I thought that was fascinating. So yeah, uh, go to if you want to check out any of these, go to Brandon Sanderson's YouTube. He also uh, he basically teaches a class for uh, writing, um, uh, fantasy mostly fantasy, I guess. But uh, he 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 uploaded uh, maybe like a series of eight videos about six years ago and it's like his entire course and he's doing it again. So I think like weekly he'll upload a video. So last week, last week or the week before he started it again because he was like the class started. Here's, here's the first video for this year. And it's like writing one one and it goes over, you know? And so the one he did about six years ago was, you know, one of the core, one of the classes was magic system. Let's discuss, you know, hard magic, soft magic. And, it's so fascinating, and it's free. It's hey, if it it's free. It's like going to one of his courses, um, and it's 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 awesome. So nice. check those out. Go to his YouTube. I've I've been pouring over those when um like I said when I've been working and doing other things. It's been on, and it's it's just such a cool a glimpse into his mind and and how he ticks and how he works, uh, especially with how much he writes. He 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 gets out 
three or four books a year, which is insane for any writer. Yeah. Especially some writers, you know, that might not publish a book for 10 years. Uh, they get stuck where he's – and it's quality stuff that he's putting out. It's not it's not garbage or anything. So anyway, I just wanted to say that real fast. I thought that was so fascinating. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> Bad robot. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what is this? Universal's going to – and Blumhouse is going to bring the thing? Yeah, they're, they're, they're more things again. <laughs> so I've seen the original. Have there been anything else? There was the there was a remake like five years ago. I, I don't think I saw that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, this one's uh, it's it it's gonna draw on. It's gonna kind of be this weird amalgamation of the original book that it was adapted from and i forget mm -hmm. it's called like who's there or or something like that and then there's a longer because it was a novella and then it was turned into like the the same author turned it into a longer book called frozen hell which mm. i don't think has ever actually been released okay but some of that material is also going to be used in this one so it's and then it's also going to be uh uh, what was the very first adaptation of this? The Thing from Outer Space, or It Came from Outer Space, whatever it is. Mm. And then, of course, John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, it's gonna have it, it's gonna have some of all of that uh, kind of wrapped together. Okay, cool. Yeah, I see. Your Frozen Hell. It's what inspired. It was the book that inspired the movie The Thing. Um, you know what had some really great creature stuff in it? Uh, have you seen Dracula on Netflix? No, I haven't. Have you have you seen much of it? And is it any good? There's three episodes. It's worth it. Let me say this: they do something I completely don't expect, but I also don't like what they do after that. Okay, <laughs> I'll say that. But man, I was like, oh shit! I was not expecting this. Because uh, there's a point where it, there's a point through it where I'm like. It's just so by the numbers, I know exactly what's going to happen. I know exactly what's going to happen. I hate that they're telling me what's happening. And it shoop, goes a different direction. Uh, and I won't say where, but it's it's good. Um, but I just it, – it, uh, it, it didn't stick the landing for me at all. Uh, Fair enough. I think it's going to be like an ongoing thing. Like I think there's going to be more Dracula. It was only three episodes, so I don't know what you would consider that, like a season or a miniseries. Um, the episodes are really long though. They're like movie length. Huh. So there's that. You can watch them all as if they're three individual movies, which is cool. Um, but yeah, so I would absolutely recommend it, especially if you like horror. The first one's the best one, I think. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it's very interesting. Uh, and the creature work in it is creepy. It's super creepy. It is... Well, I guess I could spoil this part because this isn't that far into the series, and I just think it's such an awesome visual where he um, – because Dracula can take forms or whatever. Uh, what? I took – I turned my thing off. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's sitting here on mute, but for some reason I have an alarm going off. Um, but uh, there's, a, the, there, there's a point in the first episode where, you know, Dracula can take different shapes or whatnot, where he, he's a wolf. And he crawls out of the wolf. And it's very disturbing. It's very just... 
Yeah, all right, uh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, it's very repulsive. It's very just gross the way he comes out of this thing. Um, you know, <laughs> so what's, I'm thinking of the visual now of like Ace Ventura when he comes out of the hippo, but like <laughs> it's so crazy looking and it's it's supposed to gross you out, it's supposed to make you go, this guy is sick. Right. Uh, and it's it's really cool. I I I I, I like it. I, I really do. Uh like I said, doesn't stick the landing. Once you see it, we'll talk about it. Um but uh but yeah. Uh I I definitely it'd be cool if Netflix somehow was able to like, okay, we did Dracula, let's do the Wolfman. I don't know if they have the rights to any of these things, but uh, some uh, is Dracula. What do you call it? Is it where anyone can do a story public, about Dracula? Uh, public domain. Yeah. Public domain. So. Okay. I think I think that is just because I think like I think Dracula and I would imagine Frankenstein too. Yeah. Just because they're specific literary creations from you know a hundred and some odd years ago. It would be cool if Netflix had its own little universe where these guys kind of. They don't have to bump into each other, but, like, I would like a Frankenstein three-episode thing. You know what I mean? A yeah. Wolfman three-episode thing. Like, I think it's it's a good way to tell those kind of stories where they're a little bit episodic, where it's not just an hour and a half. Right. It's like you follow this person for three episodes. And they did – actually, Netflix had one werewolf series, Hemlock Grove or something. It was years ago. Yeah, but that was this? a – wasn't that a BBC series that they <sighs> – that they had on there? I don't know. I just remember it being from Netflix. Because I know it was on Netflix. I don't remember if it was actually theirs or not. Uh, Original Network Netflix. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I remember it being one of the first... Because this was like years ago. This is, yeah. Uh, I, okay. Novel came out 2012. 2014 is the second season. 2013 was the first season. So this was years ago, um, uh, and I remember the the visuals from Hemlock Grove were insane when he turns into a werewolf, but I remember it not being that good. It got three seasons though, uh, but yeah. So I don't know. I I just think that would be neat, uh, especially the first episode. I I thought okay, this like this reminding me of Dracula, um, but yeah. I don't know. We'll. we'll Check it out. Let me know what you think. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's three. It's it's three of them, and they're basically movie link things, so you can you don't have to watch them all at once. Right. Um. But yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And you know what? The thing could probably do something like that. Um. I I don't know. I think everything should be episodic these days. I guess. <sighs> I get excited when I see something on Netflix, and I'm like, oh, it's a few episodes. It's not just a thing. <laughs> It's just one ep- one thing. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Uh, we got some Anaconda news. Yeah, because reboots will never, never end. Uh, <laughs> Sony was apparently so inspired by what they did with why what uh, what was done with the Meg that they hired uh, Evan uh, Daughtry, who did the Tomb Raider script, which wasn't actually all that bad, uh, yeah. to write an a new Anaconda movie in that kind of vein. Mm. There's a lot of talk about like the Meg just being the thing that's bringing back these kind of ridiculous-ish giant animal monster movies. And, uh... I guess I should say I'm not surprised. But... I'm not surprised. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not surprised. I, I, I'm... I, I, it's not something I'm looking forward to. My, but... 
I'm not surprised that that's what studios would go. Hey, let's do more of that. <laughs> my my favorite quote about Anaconda comes from Michael Nelson from Rift Tracks and Mystery Science Theater when he called it the best giant snake movie of 1997. <laughs> the best, I'm sorry, it was the best CGI snake movie of 1997. And I feel... It's true. I will say this. It's definitely not a movie that I would want movies to... I don't know. I, I remember enjoying that when I saw it in the theater. I was, we were kids, though, right? I was going to say, because, yeah. yeah, you were, what, like 10? We were kids, right, yeah. yeah. So it totally – I thought it was fun as hell when I was – like, I remember leaving that theater, talking with my family, like, wow, that was crazy. That giant – I didn't say giant, but that giant snake. And I remember Ice Cube being in it and Jennifer Lopez. I think it was Jennifer Lopez, right? Jennifer Lopez or Jennifer Love Hewitt. I can't remember. Yeah, one of them. Uh, and I just remember being like, wow, that was wild. Uh, but I was also ten, I guess. But you you, you can't you can't keep doing that. Yeah, uh, no. that doesn't make sense. And looking back now, it's like, yeah, that looks terrible CGI and stuff like that. But yeah, John Voight, Jennifer Lopez, Ice Cube, Owen Wilson, Danny. I'll never Tre forget when they took the they took the bug out of the guy's throat. Yeah, that Danny was Trejo was in that movie. Jesus. Yeah, I thought it was a fun movie. Uh, I thought it was way better than The Meg. Like way, like way Whoa. better than the Meg. Now them's them's fighting words. No, I thought it was so much better than Meg. The, Ma the that's, Meg. That's, that's the problem. Is I think the Meg. It, it's like it got. I don't know. I, I I think I think Anaconda is a is a, is a. It was, it was a thing of its time, if that makes sense. And I feel like so many things are trying to do that. But I guess you're. I guess. What you're saying is they're trying to do it like the Meg. Well, yeah, because the Meg kind of reinvigorated, like, oh, hey, here's what this stuff can be like when it's, it doesn't really take itself seriously, but it's also actually kind of clever. Like, <sighs> See, I didn't think the Meg was clever at all. Oh, I, I, I thought I, Anaconda was basically trying to be Jaws of the 90s. Uh, and it, 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 was it too out, outlandish? I'm, I'm trying to think back. I don't think it was that crazy. I was a kid, though, and my like my memory is not – it's not trustworthy. Oh, you're going to make me do the thing that you made me do the last time we talked about some dumb movie like this. What the hell movie was that? <laughs> was it as bad as I'm thinking it is? I really think so. What was the What was the thing that you – that, like, I had to go watch after we talked about it that had no, uh, yeah, no, Joe Don to... Baker in it? What the hell was it? It had who? It had a what was it? Joe Don Baker in it. What the hell was that movie? Was, uh, what was it? Mighty Joe Young was that it? Mighty Joe Young. Oh, God, yes, yeah. that was terrible though. It it was, and I firmly believe Anaconda was terrible too. See, uh, okay, now, I, so, and I will say so, this: I have not seen Anaconda in like twenty some years, so. Yes, I'm, yes. I'm perfect. I'm perfectly willing to watch it and say like, yes, this is terrible now, but I may have enjoyed it back then, and I may have enjoyed it back then. That doesn't mean it was good. I enjoyed the Super Mario Brothers movie back then. That did not mean it was good. Congo, that's it. Yeah, good Congo. I think that was it. I think you'll you will enjoy going back and watching Anaconda way more than Congo. I can't enjoy it any worse, that's for sure. Con Congo is bonkers, but, but there are moments in Anaconda that are like, 
I don't know. I thought it was cool. I, I, then being on the river and and the, the being separated from everything, it, it wasn't as ridiculous as Congo. I, uh, I, I just I feel like that might have been the problem, though. Was that like it tried really? to really be something and just couldn't get itself together? Yeah, I, I right. I mean, like I said, I, maybe we should watch Anaconda. <laughs> I think you've convinced me to go back and watch because my memory is it's not re- it's it's not reliable because I remember truly enjoying that movie when I saw it as a kid and thinking, wow, that was wild. I used to think, wow, that was crazy. That big old snake and, you know, he eats somebody and spits him out. And like I just remember it being wild. Uh, and, you know, there's little moments on the boat where like they slip and they fall and they get into the water. And you're I was genuinely terrified as a kid. Like there's, and it made like a big ass snake in the water, and I live in Florida. Like this is not that far fetched, <laughs> you know. There's they're not as big as the anaconda, but you you I, every I feel like every year I see a story where someone is eaten by a snake in Florida, <laughs> or their dog is at least, um, and it makes me terrified of the water. If you ever been to Florida, don't go anywhere near the water. It's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> anything can eat you, and it will. <laughs> Literally, the fish, no matter anything in the water, the people, they'll eat you. Um, that's I. I think that's a pretty fair assessment of Florida. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just remember it being sticky, and I just remember the movie being like that guy's just that guy's pissed off all the time, and uh, and I just I don't know. I thought I was wild. <laughs> I thought it was good, but I could be completely wrong. Maybe I'm mis- I'm not remembering it correctly. It, it see it's different. Like you, you the, the guy on the what the rift tracks you say you're watching. Yeah, it's different when you're watching as an adult and being super cynical than when you're a kid and you're just like this is crazy. Um. Yeah, and that's and I mean that's perfectly fair. I just right. I can't I can't imagine it holding any kind of water at all. Yeah, I I think I I I bet you if you go back and watch it, you will think that's better than Congo. <laughs> That, <laughs> that of of that I have no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, I do want to go back and watch. Let's see where where is it streaming? Is it's it streaming it's anywhere. Not. I looked. It's oh, <laughs> maybe I'll rent it on Amazon. Or it's something. on the. It's on Sci-Fi. I don't uh, know okay. if Sci-Fi has like a streaming channel or an in-demand channel. Like everybody else does. Okay, it's on Crackle for free. Sony oh, because it's because it's a Sony movie. Okay, of course that makes sense. Yeah, I forgot about Crackle. I'm I I remember Snap and Pop, but I don't usually remember Crackle. Is it like I feel like I'm gonna get a virus if I download this? My browser's not supported. Oh, this browser's amazing. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, by the way, I used it. Was it Opera GX? Really, it doesn't support Opera. And Opera GX is so good. Could I take a second to just go for we're not it. sponsored by them, but oh my god, it's got a built-in VPN. Nice. Like you click the VPN there, it goes, Hey, what country do you want to be? You wanna be or or you wanna be Europe? <laughs> you know, not country, but you know, where do you wanna be? You wanna be in Europe? Do you wanna be in the United States, Australia? And you just pick it, you turn nice. it on, and it tells you how many gigabytes you're using. Uh, it says you have unlimited VPN data, and it even tells you, like, data transferred this month, 3.8 gigabytes. Um, you can be Europe. You can be wherever you want to be. <laughs> it's wild. It's really – yeah. It's, okay, so optical locations. Americas, Asia, Europe. Uh, it 
it it could it all you know you can pull up a bar and you can you can limit how much RAM it uses, how much CPU it uses. Like there's so many in, in the in the GX version, the Opera GX is made specifically for gamers. That's what they're they're gearing it towards. Okay. Uh, it's so like when you download it and install it, it asks you what consoles do you have. Um, so PC, Windows, X, Xbox, Switch, or whatever. And the, there's a little tab called the GX Corner, which you can totally remove or keep it there. I keep it there because as soon as I pull up my browser, it has a little thing that says release calendar. So it tells you what's releasing that day and then like everything kind of before and after it. But also has like, here are all the deals that are happening on the internet right now. Oh, that's you can neat. Get, yeah, you can get uh, – it tells you immediately what's free on – the Epic Store, uh, what is uh, free for PlayStation Plus, what's on sale today, like 33% off Hell Let Loose on Steam. Uh, Half-Life is free right now because uh, they're, they're, they're all of the news that they just announced. Um, it tells you Marvel Alliance uh, 3 sale on the Switch, all sorts of stuff. So, And it ties in also with like Honey and all these other things that I have for the browser. 100% recommend um, Opera GX. It's it's really cool, but I guess it doesn't work with Crackle. So, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, it says uh, please upgrade your browser to the latest version of Google Chrome, Firefox, Edge, and Explorer, Apple Safari. I stopped using Chrome because of just how many how much malware there was. Like I I felt like I don't know. Anytime I ran malware bytes, it did not like Chrome, so I uninstalled it. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. And I, w- I wouldn't use it. I'd go back on it. would be like, ooh, you know, and have all these things. I'd remove it, of course, but it – so anyway. But yeah, so Crackle works. You just got to work – do it on a different browser. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. Where were we? <laughs> uh, we had just talked about the giant snakes. Uh, let's, let's talk about more animated things, good animated things this time. Uh, they're doing a Witcher uh, anime film. Awesome. Did you see Netflix post the thing with with uh, Mark Hamill? What did they post with Mark Hamill? It was so Mark oh, Hamill about... wanting to play the Go ahead. Yeah, about him being cast as the guy whose name I can't remember off the top of my head. Yes. And I don't think it was like the Netflix Netflix account thing. I think it was like Netflix Australia or something like that. Um where they shared it. They're like, Oh, this is a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> As uh, Vesemir. Vesemir, that's it, yeah. Yeah, which would totally work. <laughs> uh, I think Vesemir was a bigger, you know, gruffer dude, but give it to Mark Hamill. <laughs> You're going to make fans happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was cool. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead with the news. No, uh, but there, uh, Netflix is also doing a, a uh, an animated film. Uh, based in the uh, Witcher universe, uh, called the uh, the Nightmare of the Wolf, and uh, it's coming from Studio Mir, who did the uh, uh, Legend of Korra. So cool. the animation is going to be fantastic, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you ever check out that series that the people who did Korra and Avatar oh, did the, on Netflix? The Dragon Prince. I saw a part of it. And I liked it, and I just never went back to it because I haven't watched. The, like I did, my list is ridiculous right now. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if it got any better. I think there's like three seasons. 
Um, That's what I've heard. That, like, it is kind of a slow start, but once it gets rolling, it's really good. Cool. I want to check that out. Yeah, because they did, like, two seasons in one year, and I was like, oh, that's neat. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, Especially for animation. Like, pump that out. That's crazy. Um, But, yeah, I want to check that out. Um, I think Avatar is going to be streaming on Netflix soon because of the TV show. I think they got the rights to the uh, animated series. I really hope so. Cause it I don't was, know it, where I read that. It was for a while, and then it was on. Uh, it it was on Prime for a good while. Yeah, and so was Korra. But uh, I think I think maybe it's part of the deal that they have with Nickelodeon now. Right. Because they right. just had they just had that deal to develop all that kind of stuff with Nickelodeon. I wouldn't be surprised if those rights were included in that. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's one series that I never, I never went all the way through, cause it's, it's like anime, but it's not. Um, but I hear it's like just as good story wise, if that makes sense, as like any anime there is. Yeah. Um, so I want, I want to check it out. And oh, everyone, like you said, Korra. Everyone praises Korra as well. Korra is fantastic. Like, like it, the Last Airbender is is tremendous, and I I was sold because a, a buddy of mine watched it and he was just like there's the thing that cracked him up is every like all the animals are like hybrids Mm -hmm. uh but but then like the who is it uh the the ruler of the earth kingdom just has a bear okay it's just a bear and it was like that was just it was such it was such a curveball it's a minor curveball but you know, it's something that you're just like, well, this is odd. It's ju- it's literally just a bear. Wait, so all of the other ones were hybrids? Yeah, they're with it. They're like badger moles and and stuff like that. Everything's oh. kind of a mix. It's creative. It's really interesting. Gotcha. But, they're just like, no, you're a bear. <laughs> yeah, and and this one thing is just like, no, he just has a bear, just a oh, bear. That's cool. And I was like, all right, well now I kind of want to see this. And it's it's oh it's so good. Ooh, I like the map on it, man. I've been looking at a lot of fantasy maps lately. Uh huh. There's nothing better than a good fantasy map. Yeah. And I'm looking at the Avatar one. It's pretty good. It is a good map. Yep. Ooh, look at those mountains. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. I don't know what they're called. That's the other thing Brandon Sanderson was talking about. I guess they sell on his on their website. Is they have giant metal maps. And the material on it is like tin or like shiny. I don't know how to explain it. I'm... It reminds me of those cards, like like the Yu-Gi-Oh cards or the Pokemon cards. Right. I I tin know. Tin foil. What... That's it. The foil. Yeah. They're foil. Yes. So they're foil maps. So where they were they were warning people like you can't put this next to a heater or something because the wax makes it the that that kind of shine. Um, but it looks phenomenal, and uh, I would love to get some. Uh, uh, some maps like that. Yeah. Man, that would be neat. Oof. Sorry. Went down a rabbit hole there. <laughs> it's a good map, though. Yeah, I want. I got to check that out. I just... I, and I think it was only like $30 on Amazon one day for like the whole thing. And I just need to pull the trigger. Nice. <sighs> yeah. But anyway. That's got to... That, that show's got to be coming to Amazon like soon, right? I'm making would... it. Which one? The the, the uh, Avatar, right? Or, or have, they, have they shot it, or have they, they haven't been shooting it yet, right? What do you mean? 
Avatar: Last Airbender, Airbender, the live-action TV show that Netflix is doing. Oh, it's I. Oh man, I don't know. Hmm. I know it was announced. I don't think there's been anything besides an announcement. I don't think there's been cast or any of that. Oh, hold on. Two days ago from Unlad, Avatar: The Last Airbender live-action remake is coming to Netflix this year. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. It was first announced in 2018. Okay, cool. But I haven't like seen anything. At least with The Witcher, we've heard things like a year or so before it came out. We saw like leaked photos and stuff. Right. So, hmm. Okay. Well, I want to see that for sure. Uh, so anyway, let's get into what do we got here? Um, oh yeah, do we talk about? I'm sorry, The Witcher, the the, the animated news. So, um. That's going to be fun, that animated series. Yeah. Um, let's see here. What else? Oh, yeah, we got Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so they're doing a, a full-length uh, animated Mortal Kombat movie. Now, uh, I didn't see the trailer for this. What was it like? It's very – like, these are these are the people who made a lot of the DCEU movies. Okay. There's There are very much vibes of, like, Justice League War and that kind of stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, but with Mortal Kombat. And it's not a – it's. I mean, it's R. It's gonna be an R-rated film. Okay. There's no question. Um, but that, and as soon as you watch it, you're like, oh, I know this animation style. Okay. Easy. Uh, but cool. I'm, I'm excited for it. It's gonna be good. Um, and it comes out cool. in the spring, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Should be interesting. Awesome. I think that does it for movie news. Is there anything else, movie-wise? Nothing that I could find anyway. Yeah. I saw that. Uh, didn't Star Wars win a Grammy? Oh god, did it? I don't know. I, I didn't. I, I saw didn't the news look. that John Williams did. Did John Williams win a Grammy for best score? Uh, I, you know, but no, it was something odd. Hold on. Okay. I think it was for the park. Like oh. for the um for the theme park. Yes, best instrumental composition went to Star Wars Galaxy Edge Galaxy's Edge Symphonic Suite. Yeah, I thought that was neat. Yeah. Yeah, because people forget, there are so many categories to the Grammys. Yes. Like, they're insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when it starts talking about, like, contemporary, blah, blah, like, what? Yeah. It all just sounds like pop music to me. <laughs> but I'm not, I don't know. I... There's, there's so, so many Grammy awards. Right, 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 right. Cool. Yeah, I thought that was neat. But anyway, um, where were we? Uh, TV oh, news. yeah, well, I guess that is kind of yeah. TV news. Did we talk about the Billie Eilish is doing the Bond, uh, Bond song? She'll be the youngest uh, person to ever do that. Nice. No, I hadn't, I hadn't heard that, but that was very cool. Yeah, yeah, I dig her music. I, I saw uh, some... You know, like everyone else, I heard her stuff on the radio or whatever, and her album was actually pretty good. And I loved the the like that her and her brother did it in her in his bedroom. The the they made the entire album with like Apple Pro Logic X, which sure. is insane. I mean, that makes sense. Like, I mean, there's there's been plenty of stuff that's made on GarageBand that's actual like mainstream production. Absolutely, absolutely. I just think. It's wild to me because I guess I don't know much about music, right? When I think of like 
especially Grammy winning, I think she won like four, to 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 make an album like I think that's awesome for people. That's got to be encouraging for people to be like, hey, you can do this too. Like, you know, they talked about some of the equipment they had in the room, but it wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't anything out like. Uh, like insane amount of money. Like the, he, he talked about the mixer that he has and stuff like that, but uh, it was all something you could totally get. Yeah. And to be able to, to, to put that out there and, you know, I, I think that's awesome. I don't know. I, I thought that was really cool that, you know, people go in these like million dollar recording studios to make albums and stuff like that. When, it, you know, if you have a voice and you have, you know, obviously the guy, her, it was her brother that's like a good producer, uh, y- you can kind of do anything. And I, I just thought that was neat. I thought that was cool. And, uh, but yeah, so like the youngest person for the for the Bond music. So I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see what her and it's for this movie coming out, right? The one that. Yeah. No time to die. No time to die. Gotcha. Um, which I've seen the trailer for you. You you'd think they would do the song before that, but. I can't think of the last Bonds. Oh wait, no, it, there was Adele. There was what was it? Sam. Sam uh, Mendez. No. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no. No. No, that's um, the director. Um. <laughs> Sam Smith. Smith. Thank you. Yes, it was a Sam. Um, writing on the wall from Spectre. Yeah, I've liked the yeah. last few Bond songs. I think I think they've been pretty dope. Uh, so anyway, I don't know. I thought that was neat. Good for her. Um, anyway, sorry, let's, uh, shift gears here, F9 into uh, (laughs) TV, (laughs) House of the Dragon, speaking of fantasy. Yeah, the, uh, Game of Thrones prequel. Yep. Going to come out in 20, was it 22, right? Yep, 2022. Now, what's the deal? I know they shot the pilot for the other one, and they were like, no, we passed. Yeah. Are they fully moving forward with this one? Yes. So, yeah. he, like, this isn't a, oh, we saw the first episode, we're going to pass on it kind of deal? No, like this... Did with the other one? No, this is going to be an actual, like, the the show. This is the one okay. they're doing. Good, and I think this is a good direction to go, and I think people would be way more excited about this time period uh, than to go back as far as they were going back. Um, well, and the thing that I had seen that they talked about, why they decided to take this one instead was kind of just a matter of convenience because there was already source material. And instead of going all the way back and having to plot out all of that way on in the back, they were like, yeah, this is not going to work. Yeah. That's a great point. You're absolutely right. Because the, I, I, you know, when it was, when it was coming out, I wasn't reading the book, so I, I didn't really know, but that was a big thing that a lot of people were saying who read the books is the best stuff was the first, you know, few seasons where they had the material. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I know Game of Thrones get a lot of shade because of the last season. Uh, but don't forget, man, that show – and I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying if, if anyone is jaded by it, that show was so phenomenal for like 90% of its run. Yeah. Um, and I think like most people didn't really stick the landing, uh, the the – you know the the drama with the producers and and, and whatnot and and what what they wanted to go and do and leave and whatever and the things they've been saying, uh, but that universe is so big that world, uh, there's so much that they can do with it. So I I'm excited. I I can't wait to see that again, uh, to to, to get some good, more goodwill with that with that show. Uh, I'm excited. 
I, I can't wait. There was like a time period where I was just obsessed with Westeros and all that stuff. And I'm looking for – and it, it's really what kicked off a lot of, you know, going back and reading, um, you know, The Name of the Wind. That's, oh, that's the other thing. I went back and started that again like a crazy person. Yeah. But if, if I don't have enough books or audiobooks to have. Um, but it's so good. That's the problem with with The Name of the Wind. It's like, oh, I have, I need, I, I have all these Wheel of Time things that I need to finish. But the second I start going back to The Name of the Wind, suddenly I'm – 13 chapters in and I'm just like this is so fucking good yeah this is so good like his writing is just ah I, it's it's so good um that's the problem with it <laughs> so I want that third book so bad but yeah uh but anyway um can't wait for that man that's gonna be cool um anyway <laughs> 2022 so not that far away no, not not just two years. Yep. Yeah, and the House of the Dragon. It, there, a lot of it is going to be, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, there was a there was a book that came out. I have it. It's like it's basically like a a uh, history book. It's a what was it? Blood and Fire. Blood and Fire. Yes. So it's kind of like um, it's kind of like how um uh. What do you call it? Um, Tolkien did what was it, Summerillion or whatever? Yeah. Or it's more of a historical book than a novel, um, but it like details everything, all the family lines and everything that's happened. It's written by a maester. That's like, oh, so it's it's kind of unreliable, which is neat. They can change things, so people can't go, hey, that's that didn't happen. Be like, well, it was written by a maester. He does that on purpose. He's yeah. Like, so he's very, you know, he's he's got an agenda and he's. You know, he writes things as if, you know, I don't know. It, it's really good. Um, I didn't finish that, but that's how that book's written. It's pretty cool. My favorite is the book The World of Ice and Fire, uh, which is just – it's got a ton of artwork in it. And it is and it is kind of like a history of all of Middle-earth – not Middle-earth, all of Westeros, not just uh, not just that time period. But the the, the – the, the Fire and Blood is that time period, that exact time period, which is really neat. Right. It fleshes it all out. So go check that out if you're interested. Uh, it's pretty good. Anyway. Oh, and there's an audiobook too. So if you're lazy like me, you can just pop that on. Yeah. Um, we got some Clone Wars news. Yeah, we got the, uh, the trailer. Not the uh, trailer. Yeah, the trailer for the final season of the Clone Wars. Oh, and it looks so That's good. Right. The animation... Yeah. Holy cow! I I still like I still need to go back and actually watch the series. Oh wait, you haven't? Nope. Oh wow, you haven't seen? Oh man, nope. I thought you seen it from I'm, beginning to end. No, I'm familiar with most of what goes on in it, but I haven't actually. It's it's one thing to have to to have like some knowledge of it mm-hmm. and know like yeah. oh yeah, and here's what happens with Soka, and here's what happens with with Maul, and you know you have oh, like wow. Asajj Ventress and all that, but I haven't actually watched it. Yo, you gotta see it then. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, it's it's one of those things where they do have a list out there where you can like. Yep. These are the episodes that you, if you don't want to watch all of them, because there's a ton of filler or C three PO and R two D two episodes or Jar Jar and three PO episodes where it's like, oh wow, they put these two together, and what are they gonna do? You know. So there's a ton of crap, but there's also there's diamonds in there though. There's there's a lot of good. 
uh, especially later on. That's when they, you know, after they get the first season out of the way, they get their feet wet and they start doing more like there's some flowing stories. It's really good. Um, but yeah, but I, I know you're kind of a completionist, so I know you're going to want to see it from beginning to end. So just do it yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just check it out that way. Just just keep that in mind while you're watching it. Like, okay, here's a Jar Jar episode. Maybe I can make some toast or something while it's on. That's fair. Um, but, but yeah, it's 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 on, it's all on Disney Plus too, of course. So yeah. You, you've seen all of Rebels though, right? Oh, yeah. A couple times. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, yeah. So – it's always confusing with the rebels and the and the Clone Wars stuff. I'm like, wait a second. So Maul, where is he at at this point in time? And right. what siege of Mandalore is this again? Because there's like three or four. <laughs> um, and yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, man, that trailer was so good. Nice. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, and we got a <laughs> next bit of news. Is funny. Oh, the. Uh... Yeah, so Quentin Tarantino joked a while back that he had written uh, five episodes of uh, Bounty Law, the show from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And he's like, Wait, oh, yeah. Episodes or five seasons? No, episodes. Oh, episodes. Gotcha. Episodes. Okay. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I've, I've, I wrote like five episodes of the show. And everybody was just kind of like, of course you did, because uh, it's Quentin Tarantino. And now it's kind of come to light that, oh, and by the way, he's actually going to make those five half-hour episodes. Do you think he does it with Leo? I, 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 yeah, I think so. I think you have to, right? I mean, I guess you don't, you, you know. I, no, yeah, you do. But you got to, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that'd be cool. I, it's like, it's it's going to be hilarious. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited just because it's just a limited series. It's going to be a little five half-hour episodes. Like, I... I, it's gonna be fantastic, really. Yeah, put that on HBO. Um, or do you think he would do it in the vein as if they couldn't do anything outrageous? Oh, I don't know, maybe. Because it, like, if it's that time period, you can't do anything too violent. You can't do cursing. Like that's true. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. So maybe. it could go on anything, but I think it would probably go to a streaming service or or like HBO or something. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> or it'd be funny if it was like, like what, what are, what's some old time network that's still on? I don't even, who watches like regular TV anymore? I don't even know of like a. I just like put it on TV land or something. You TV know? land. There you go. Or what, what was the other one? It was like TC, TMC or no, no TC. TCM Turner classic movies. TCM. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> something like that. But you're right. TV land. Put it on whatever, like all those shows are on all those movies. No. Cool. It's, I mean, it's a thought. Yep. <laughs> it's a thought, you know, but yeah. I don't know. I think it's just interesting that it's going to be done, mm -hmm. you know, but, uh, unlike the other thing that I don't find interesting at all is that uh, NBC's streaming service Peacock, which they talked a little bit about and how it's basically going to be the basic package is five. It, there's a free tier and then there's a $5 tier that's going to be free for people with uh, Comcast or with uh, Xfinity, whatever the hell it is they want to call it now. Um, Wait, uh, start over? It's there, Isn't there like an ad-supported like freebie tier that doesn't have like anything hardly on it? And then there's... For CBS? No, Peacock, for NBC. 
Oh, I haven't seen this. This Peacock. Yeah, Peacock is the NBC streaming service. Uh, is it out? Not yet, but okay. it's going to be out soon. They talked a little bit about like, and here's what's going to be. And I think I'm not sure about the existence of like a freebie, very limited ad based tier. There may be, there may oh. not be. I know that there is a tier that's going to cost like five bucks, and it's. It's basically kind of like Hulu is with ads, where it's like, here's all of our content, but there's ads. Right, yeah. Uh, so Hulu does it where it's like, right. you're right, it's like five bucks instead of the 10 or 11. Right. But if you have Xfinity, if you have gotcha. Comcast cable, that tier will be free to you um, hmm. as part of their, like, on demand, I guess. Um, it's, I, that's man, what's I weird. Just, there's, I think these networks. I don't know. Maybe they would they would lose money, but if you have Time Warner cable, Spectrum cable, whatever, you should get these things for free. Like if you have a sign in for Spectrum, or if you have a sign in for Comcast, or if you have a sign in for any of these things, if you're paying for cable, I don't know why you have to pay for these. It's just like HBO. If you're paying for HBO, they give you HBO Go. If you're paying for Showtime, they give you Showtime. I think it's bonkers that they expect people to pay more. The only reason I was doing what CBS and I did for uh, what was that last one, uh, Picard that just came out, yeah, is Star Trek. But there's right. not a thing NBC could do to make me want to pay for their service. Uh, they're gonna have The Office on it. That's fine. I've seen it. <laughs> I, it's it's one of those like I love The Office, dude. I, I remember I was telling you for years to watch it. I thought yeah. it was great. Office is also very much of its time. Um, uh, you know, I I love the office. I love the callbacks. I you know, I, it's it's to me that was my friends. I guess if that makes sense, or that was yeah. my Seinfeld. I loved that. That's fair. But uh, it's this isn't Disney or something. I I don't know. I I saw the only thing remotely fascinating that I saw that they could do is the Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Um, but. Man, I just I just think that's dumb. I think if you're paying for it, just like ESPN, if you're paying for ESPN, you get ESPN Plus. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. You, you're able to sign into the app. <laughs> um, I just think that's bonkers. But yeah, you, you're right. It's five dollars a month for uh, the ad-free version. Right. That's the other thing. The the like premium tier, the ad-free tier, is yeah. ten bucks a month for regular people, and it's five bucks a month for people who have Comcast mm -hmm. cable service. Right, right, right. So, and I, I th that's a great incentive, but it should be free to me, at least in my head. Yeah. It's like you're already paying your cable company for that service. It should just be a service. And then get make people who have no cable uh, are not paying for a cable package to, to, do, to do that. Like if they just have online. Right. I don't know. It's – these companies are crazy. It's too much. It's too many streaming services. There will become a point where people will draw a line in the sand and go, hey, I can afford Disney for $7 a month. I can afford Netflix. And everything else is kind of in the air. Yeah. <laughs> like if you really like HBO, you got that. Because let's not, let's not forget, you're paying for PlayStation, you're paying for Xbox, you're paying for Audible, you're paying for uh, Amazon. You're, and maybe if you're lucky, one of these come free with your phone service or something. Right. Um, which is all kind of BS, too. So it's uh, – if you got AT&T, you're going to get the Warner Brothers. It's just – it's all bananas. It, it – oh, man. It, it's driving me crazy. And it makes me think 
so much like what all these people are saying, like buy physical, buy buy these Blu-rays because at any moment these things can be taken away and put on something else that you got to pay for. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so it's just bonkers. Uh, you know, Netflix made sense when there was like three three big things around where it's like, hey, what is this streaming on? Amazon, Netflix, or Hulu? Now it's like ten different things. Sorry, we've talked about this before, so yeah. I'll stop. It's just <laughs> I, I don't yeah. like it. But, uh, but anyway, they're doing a MacGruber series on Peacock, so uh, you know, to hell with them. <laughs> oh, you know what? I will say this: there are huge fans of MacGruber, and I don't understand it. Yeah, those people are called wrong. Uh, <laughs> like I, I'm not gonna knock them, but oh, I don't I understand the humor. <laughs> it's uh it's terrible. It's off. It's just because it's bad. Like it's I not. I remember Dan Riker saying that was his favorite movie. Oh, Dan. <laughs> that I, makes I, sense for him, though. I that's. But... I mean, okay, sure. M- maybe I. I just. I don't know. I've never seen the movie. I've seen the trailers. I've seen the. It was an SNL skit. I remember seeing those. Yes, it was a terrible SNL skit. And then they said, "Hey, let's make a movie out of this." Because remember when we made movies based on SNL skits, and really all but like two of them sucked. That's a thing. It's like. That sounds like a fun SNL skit, okay? But outside of that, it's, you know, I don't know. The, the SNL skit that needs to be made is an SNL skit about the studio executives trying to pitch and make movies based on SNL skits. <laughs> right. That is a meta-as-hell skit that I think would actually kill. Like, yes. I think that would be fantastic. And just right. every week bring in like here was a skit that was done once and nobody liked it and we're gonna pitch it as like a 75 million dollar movie right and there there are totally things out there that are skits that could totally be made in movies we talked about now what we do in the shadows was never an snl skit it was never a skit but to me that is like an idea that is a a skit and they were like let's make a movie out right that works right that's absolutely and like i could have easily seen that as an idea for an snl skit where it's like here's you know five minutes on we followed these night we we followed these vampires around their house with their maid or something and it was just ridiculous like a door-to-door salesman shows up and it's just like oh and by the end of it it's just like okay i have to leave now right like i get that like that absolutely could have been a skit but oh, yeah. it's it's just you know some things need to stay skits. Yes. And, uh, yeah. But I I love the idea of just going full meta with it and saying let's have a skit totally. about the pitch meetings, yes. about the skits as movies, and like you could totally do a movie about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh God, help me. Uh, you just you, you spend you spend the whole movie like we gotta get this pitch made. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like the the final boss is what's his face, the guy who runs in, <laughs> who's just a crazy person. What's his name, Michael? Oh, who's the guy who runs SNL? Oh, um, 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 oh, I can't remember. I think it's Michael something. It's it is or it was. I think Michaels. it still is. Lord, Lord Mike. Is, no, it's not Lord Mike. It is Lord and, Michael. And during the whole movie, you could have him doing an undercover boss. <laughs> Oh, As, yeah, Lorne Michaels. <laughs> you could have him doing like undercover boss in the movie, as playing some like I don't know, coffee person or something throughout the movie. Look, man, you joke, but I can see them doing this. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, because I was just thinking that was one of my favorite skits from SNL is when Kylo Ren, which they just did it again. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah. 
where it's 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 the best thing. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. I you're absolutely right. There, there's just there's so many series that they could make out of that <laughs> McGruber. I don't know. It's kind of following though. People like McGruber, but I don't know if they like ten dollars a month McGruber. Yeah, well, you know, Hitler had a following too, so let's not judge. That's that. true. You know what I really like that's on Netflix is Billy on the Street. I think that's hilarious. I hate Billy on the Street. You hate with, Billy on the Street with an absolute passion. With oh, just man. a because if somebody walks up to you on the street and shoves a microphone in your face and starts yelling, I'm sorry, this is America. Our first response is to shoot them. Like that's just. <laughs> I think it's so funny. What do you think about Bobber Walters? <laughs> he just runs up to people and freaks them out. Uh, oh my god! I hate so I hate it so much. Like I just <laughs> like I have a visceral reaction to just. And I mean, you know, if that that's one where I'll look at it and just say, some people like this. You can have it. Please take it and go far away from me. I ha- oh, oh god, I he hate gives it. them the sassiest response and then like just completely dismisses them and walks away. It's I so just, good. Oh, I, I hate it. it. I hate it so much. Oh man, because uh, more Billy on the street. I, I think I, like I think Netflix picked him it up. It did. No, they did. It's yeah. it is it is its own like it is a series on Netflix. And that's and wild. Was... It went from like a thing online to some online channel got it it was like on true tv for a little bit no it was it was a skit on like fallon or something yeah yeah i see i thought it was like some online thing at first but you're probably right it was like i think it was like it went from youtube to like kimmel or or something funny or die that's what it was there you go it was funny of course it was uh because it's it it was it went from funny or die to like kimmel or fallon one i can't remember who and then became its own thing and i was just like this I'm so and like watching that. I'm sorry, but I look at that and I'm just like, this is the height of just creativity is dead. No, no, no see, I don't I, think it's like Tom Green or something like that. I it's, no, it's genuinely funny. I think it's worse. Oh man, I, I, worse I, than Tom Green. Yes, Tom Green would just run up and just yell things at people that make no sense. And really, he at least has some like he's talking about current. What what's funny about him is he's talking about entertainment. But he's doing it to regular people who are just trying to get their coffee, and they don't give a shit about exactly uh, and I, movies like, or news or anything like that. But he's like, he'll talk about like, did you hear the Friends cast is coming back? Uh, and they're they're just like, but it's it's always funny when he's with like some random celebrity, and the the person on the street have no idea who they are. Like at first they don't realize who they are. Yeah, and they're like, do you? And, and they'll be like. Oh well, this is um I don't even know who uh like what Jonah or what are one of those guys the Jonah brothers or whatever the Jonas like, brothers hasn't like Kristen Bell been on that a couple of times or tons something tons of people have been yeah. on it oh, uh God. celebrities I maybe Michelle Obama like really famous people have been been on it and. And they might not recognize him immediately, but when suddenly they do, and they're like, they're so interested in talking to this guy now, but then he immediately cuts them off, and he's, or he doesn't like the answer that they give. I find it hilarious, but to each their own. I, I get why you wouldn't like it. I just, I, I cannot stand it. Like, I'm sorry, if somebody, I, the guy from Cheaters got stabbed for less. Like, I just have no... no. Uh, I, well, that's why I thought he was one of the best parts of The Lion King. <laughs> him with Simone and Pumbaa, him and Seth Rogen are hysterical. In I, look, I, I, like, I'm t- I take nothing away from, from the, the, the comedy 
in it's, in terms of like, his performances, but I just that premise yeah. to me just screams assault charge. Like that, like <laughs> no, somebody should that. just. It's not that. No, he's, somebody, he's more dismissive than he is. Uh, I just, I he's really, very loud, but. Yeah, and I feel like some. No, I don't mean assault charge like by him. I mean against yeah. him. Like I feel like somebody oh. is just gonna like grab whatever's handy and just <laughs> beat him in the face with it. Yeah. Largely because I would. If somebody came up and started screaming at me like that, like, I'm going to punch them in the face. There's yeah. no... And I, I just... Uh, I, oh, it's so I good. It. I love it. I hate it and so I, much. I love how we're so on the opposite end of this, too. And here's, uh, oh, and... by the way, I saw it was Fuse TV and then True TV. Okay, fair enough. There you go. Since God, like it was 2011. on... Tr- it was on True TV. How desperate are they for content? <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Yeah, he had Jonah Rivers, Will Ferrell, Andy Cohen, uh, Ashley Benson, Julie Crusher, Christian Borel, uh, uh, Olivia Wilde, Lena Dunham, Neil Patrick Harris and Lindsay Lohan, Seth Meyers, Paul Rudd. I've seen the Paul Rudd episodes. Patton Oswalt, Nick Offerman, um, Amy uh, Sudeikis, uh, or, uh, Angelina Jolie, Meg Ryan. Let's see here. This is breaking Lucy Lucia, yeah, he's got Aziz Azari. Uh, oh God, Aziz! I don't know how Aziz didn't get shot. A random brown guy running up to you in the street, like that's. Well, they like kind of sit back a little bit. Uh, Stephen Colbert was on it. Uh, James Corden, John John Oliver. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh... This one's called problematic comedy. <laughs> John Hamm. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, uh, games include Kevin Hart or Gabby Giffords. <laughs> we'll ask people who said something. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, discover this person, Judd Apatow or P. Diddy. <laughs> stupid, stupid thing. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's just not for me at all. <laughs> Yeah, his little games they play with him are just so ridiculous. Uh, but anyway, um, where were we? Disney Plus is making a Space Camp remake. <laughs> What's Space Camp? Space Camp was a 1986 movie about people going into space. Um, but it uh, it didn't do particularly well. Uh, largely because nobody really, uh, it, 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 nobody really paid a lot of attention to it because it came out not too long after, uh, Challenger. Okay. So people weren't really, weren't really up on space at the moment. They, that wasn't really something they wanted to go into. Okay. But, uh, they got, uh, Mikey Day and Streeter Seidel, uh, writing the script. And this is confirmed. It is going to be a Disney plus movie. Uh, which, I mean, you know, okay, cool, go for it. But, I mean, like, Leah Michelle was in the original, and there's a couple of others. This, wait, no, wait, no. Hold on. In this edition, cast members from the Lego 2 movie go to space camp. What? What am I reading here? I don't know what you're reading. Okay, no, okay, this was a, uh, sorry, this was a, uh, a skit, sorry. It's a skit that they made in a movie, god damn it. It has, like, James, <laughs> yeah. It has James Corden, Chadwick Boseman, uh, Hugh Jackman. Uh, it had, uh, yeah, 
uh, Elizabeth Banks, and I'm always crazy <laughs> at Chris Pratt, all these actors, but uh, something completely different. So let me uh, let me let me read some of the cast of the 1986 Space Camp. Okay. Terry O'Quinn. Okay. Tom Skerritt. Tate Donovan. Leah Thompson. And Joaquin Phoenix. Oh wow! Yeah, that's crazy. Those are those are just some of the people in this. It's that's wild. <laughs> you think they'll get him back? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> no, I doubt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. But okay, space camp. But so, so that's a thing that's happening. Did you see Picard? I haven't yet, no. But I have heard many, many good things, and I do want to. I still haven't seen season two of uh, Discovery. Okay. Yeah, I I liked it. I really did. Um, yeah, can't I? Well, I won't talk about it then because it, it the whole thing's a spoiler. If, yeah. If we talk about it, but yeah, yeah, it, it might be one of those things we go into spoiler when it's like halfway through the season or at the end. Um, but it was great. It was great. I love I love that Red Letter Media, of course, ripped the hell out of it because of course they do. Um, yeah, you know they like something though. Is at the beginning of their reviews they go, "I didn't hate it." <laughs> right. That's when you know they're like, "Okay, they 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 pull back a little bit." But I really liked it. Uh, nice. I thought it was great. Uh, John Luke Picard. Like I said, man, I've been watching tons of behind the scenes stuff of Lord of the Rings, so it's so much uh, Ian McKellen and interviews with him and he talks about uh jean-luc picard or uh, uh, patrick stewart sorry keeps saying his, his character <laughs> name um and man they're 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 just they're so fascinating behind the scenes and and just everything they've seen uh did i tell you, we talked about before the nerdist podcast where they interviewed them maybe um who's the guy that does the, the nerdist again uh i know Chris he Hunter. had like a yeah an issue before, uh, uh, or whatever happened with him. Yeah, we'll um, call the uh, the uh, sexual assault investigation yes. that AMC, as a network, did not do uh, an incident. Right. So it, it's weird bringing this up, but uh, it, this is more about the actors than than him. Yeah. Um. The their 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 the way he interviewed them, I thought was awesome because it was just an hour or two of them just talking uh so don't don't listen to it for him uh plus i don't th- if you think he's at the nerdist anymore so anything that you go no is, he is hasn't really supporting been for a him. while now right right so so but his his interviews with uh ian mccallum and and patrick stewart they're separate of course but they're just so fascinating just the their their life in in movies and their life outside of movies is just it's they, there's so much knowledge there uh I don't know. I've just I found it awesome, and I've been listening to that as long of what with uh, when I saw Picard because man, there's just so much history in that. Ian McKellen told him not to do Star Trek. Really? Yeah, he told him to pass on it. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that was in one of the interviews. He was like, "Yeah, I told him to pass on that." <laughs> I'm glad he didn't listen to me. <laughs> Fair. Because uh, they've been friends for like a while. They like I think they. In one of the interviews, they say they live right down the uh, down the river from each other. All very British. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he lives down the river from me. <laughs> like, okay. Um, but yeah, he, he told him to pass on that, and he, I'm, you know, he's like, I'm glad he didn't because Patrick Stewart, it, he's he doesn't just have one iconic role; he has many. 
Um, and so I don't know. It's it's a really cool. I I, I like what they're doing. I had some issues with it, but we'll talk about it uh, when you see it. Yeah, yeah. I will. Like that's that is high up on my need to watch list. Oh yeah, absolutely. It might be one of those. Maybe wait until they're all out to watch it. Yeah. Uh, so you don't. You, but I think it's like eight episodes. So as long as you get it in the second month, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, where were we? Oh, video games. Yeah, so speaking of things that happen, let's talk about some things that aren't happening. Um, at least not immediately. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake got delayed, like, three weeks, I think. Yeah, not too much. No, I don't care, I'll take it. It's April 10th is its new release date. Um, Yeah. Yeah, not not bothered by that at all. Like, cool. Um, if you pre-ordered it, Make sure you check your emails, because Square Enix is sending out confirmations, and they are taking, like, if you don't respond that, yes, you still want your pre-order, they will cancel your pre-order. Yeah, I think uh, they, there some laws are passed about that, about digital orders yeah. and stuff like that, so I, they have to do that. So absolutely, yes. yeah, go check your stuff to it's, make sure you have it. It's not them being evil. It's like, hey, this product launch date has changed, so now we have to say, hey, this product launch date has changed. Do you still want it? Yes, uh, and if be- you're ordering things digitally on the internet and you're listening to us, hopefully that you're you're you 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 open up your email, you got it. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for a lot of people that that don't. <laughs> it, it, uh, I, but I, I imagine if you're ordering things digitally, you got your wits about you. You're checking your email. You're doing, you know. But that, that I could see how that could easily just slide and someone go, wait a second, where's my pre-order bonus? Right. Yeah. But, so definitely check that out. But uh, and people were worried. Oh, that's gonna bump it like right up against Cyberpunk. Uh, no, Cyberpunk has been delayed until September seventeenth. Yeah, everything's everything's uh, moved. Yeah. Everything's delayed, which I don't mind. No. Uh, I yeah. think Doom's coming out soon. That's probably the most excited I'm about something. Yeah, isn't Doom Eternal in like a month or something like that? Yes. A month or two. Uh, and Marvel's Avengers got delayed until September fourth. Yes, they delayed. They moved. To- could you imagine Marvel's Avengers moving to where suddenly now Cyberpunk is moving with them? Right. <laughs> like, oh no. Um I oh man, yeah. I <laughs> that's that's funny. Uh and unfortunate. Um but yeah, dude, Doom Internal, I've watched the no clip stuff behind the scenes in the studio. Yeah. Uh and I man, I love it. They're they're just like yeah, we're trying to be the. They didn't say this, but it was just so obvious. They're like, yeah, we're trying to not be Bethesda at this point. Yeah. Because um, they're like, yeah, we're just all single player, all go. Um, I'm sure there'll be uh, what do you call it? The only thing I let companies slide with really now are the uh, the uh, the the seasons. Where it's like, hey, your first season you pay ten bucks for, and for three or four months you get like all this extra stuff with multiplayer. Yeah. Fine, doesn't affect the single player at all. Perfectly happy with that. Um, but do yeah, I've been looking at the behind the scenes stuff and they let people from like giant bomb and all the, those, those, uh, companies go and play the game. And they're like, we're going to give you three hours, start it, do whatever you want, go. And the, the stuff they came back with was cool. The, what I thought was really neat and that they, and they, they stressed this, the giant bomb, um, people stress this, that it's not a big part of the game, but it's just an interesting thing to kind of go from one kill area to another is there's some platforming which they said feels really good yeah which is fine because there was some in the last one too 
Right, right, right. Uh, but there's a more emphasis on it this time around, and it almost looked like 3D Mario levels where there's like there's straight oh, up the the things going in a circle. <laughs> what do you call it? the fire wheels or yeah. whatever? Yeah. Oh boy. Um, but but I thought that they're like it's not like it's nothing. It's to get you used to moving around and using those abilities so that when you are in those kill spots that you're jumping around and you're doing the crazy moves and stuff like that. Um, and then there was, a, of course he showed a lot of, of, uh, stuff in, in those killer areas. Can I spoil a few things that he showed, they talked about in the, in the demo? Yes. If it's, if it's demo ish, I imagine it's probably out there on the internet already. It, it's definitely on the internet. It's, and this is the first three hours. So if you want to be completely spoiler free going into this, maybe, uh, skip the next few minutes. Um, but, uh, uh, basically you are in space, you have your, uh, your, and I think they call it like the, 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 the tower of doom or something like that. Um, like straight up from the comics or whatever, <laughs> um, legion of doom or whatever is in space. You're, you're above earth. Um, and in your, in your space that you have in this little station, uh, there's a computer there. Like from like an old ass computer that you have floppy disks, and through the game you collect the floppy disks so that you can play Doom on the computer. <laughs> oh, you! Oh man, they went full meta with this. Oh yeah, and there's like guitars that you can pick up in the game that you put in your little station, like on the wall, and it's just so rock. It's so Doom. Nice. It's uh, it's and you got you have your own little um. Inside of the station, down below on the on, you have your own little dungeon where you can go and kill doom, <laughs> doom creatures. So you have your own little playroom at the bottom, where it's basically like you can set the rules and stuff like that and go down there and train. It's it's wild. It looks like so much fun. They're completely leaning into how ridiculous it is, like full into it. Um, and it, it, I couldn't be happier nice. <laughs> with what I saw. It just looks like so much fun, especially the way they're moving is I'm excited because I actually have a PC now that can run this super smooth and, and whatnot. So I'm pumped to see what it's like on that. Uh, but man, I, I'm pumped. I, I can't wait for that. I think that comes out in March. So I'm excited, but it's, it's good. So very cool. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, cyberpunk, I'm shocked they pushed it that far without just saying if they would just wait a month or two, it's, it's a, it's a PS5 release. It's an Xbox series X release. Yeah, basically. And I'm sure whenever that comes out, that's going to be on both consoles. But I think the people who made it said that they wanted this to be the gym of the generation of what everybody remembers as the game to get, which is crazy because that's the Witcher three. If you think about it. Yeah. I think if people think of this generation, that's going to be one of the biggest games they're going to say, they're going to point to to be like, hey, what game should you play this generation? The Witcher 3. That was the one for that just stuck with people. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy that the same studio is now putting out Cyberpunk, which looks just as good. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Dude, I've been, I, I got, um, I've been playing some WoW again with a friend, one of my buddies who moved uh, to the Carolinas. Um, he got back into WoW, and I'm like, dude, I've been reading all this fantasy, I've been doing all this stuff, I'm watching all this Lord of the Rings, of course I will jump back in and play with you. <laughs> so I've been leveling that up, and I just got, um, Warcraft 3 came out today. 
Oh, the remaster? The remaster, yeah. Nice. Uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged. That was uh, Which is pretty neat. Uh, it's basically like a... It's a, from the ground up um, remaster of of Warcraft 3. Have, did you ever play Warcraft 3? I didn't, no. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, dude, th- this would be perfect like on an iPad. Or I, I don't know how they could do it on a console. They would have to mess with the controls a little bit. But the more I look at it, I'm like, this is such a – you should be able to use your finger and, you know, highlight thing, highlight troops and move them around and stuff like that. Uh, if they can put Divinity Original Sin 2 on the Switch, I don't see why they can't put this on on uh, the console. But anyway, yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to play that later. Uh, it, Warcraft 3 story is one of the highlights for the Warcraft that's why I was kind of I thought it kind of sucked when they started the Warcraft franchise movies. They went with the original Warcraft one because once you get into three, once you get into the world of Warcraft, it's just so much bigger. You got Torrens, you got goblins, you got the Pandaren. You, the world is just so massive. Yeah, but I feel uh, like that would have been overwhelming to start with. I know, but I feel like we we were we were we got robbed of it because. Even though the the first movie was bigger than the Pokemon movie, you know, I think <clears throat> money wise, World of Warcraft is the most successful video game movie of all time. But because it didn't do good in the states, we just have Warner Brothers didn't didn't risk it again. Does I, that make sense? I I I hear the words, but what now? Warcraft the, made more money than Detective Pikachu? I don't think so. Absolutely worldwide. I'm gonna have to look this up. Yeah, look how much it made in China. It was insane. Okay. The Chinese love Warcraft. So Warcraft <laughs> worldwide, worldwide, yes. four hundred and thirty-nine million. Okay. Detective Pikachu, worldwide, totals out to four hundred and thirty-one million. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Warcraft is the most successful video game movie franchise by, of all time. By $8 million. Yes. That's it crazy. Beat, it beat Pokemon, it which did. is crazy. I, that's, I, I agree. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I don't know how long China had Pokemon franchise. I don't know if it was new to them. Um, You know, I, I, I don't know what's big in China. I just knew that Warcraft was, especially because of all the... Uh, you know, you. I mean, right now, of course, with Blizzard, <laughs> with, with with them um, catering to China and whatnot. Uh, but Warcraft's been big there for a very long time, though. Right. Uh, and we've all heard of the the Chinese gold farmers and stuff like that. Like, it's big there. Um, I don't know how long the Pokemon franchise. It's it's one of those things. Like, I know Star Wars wasn't in China for a very long time. Like when when the when the Star Wars movies came out there. Uh, yeah. They, they didn't do as good at all because the, China didn't grow up with those movies. So I don't know. I don't know how I – don't, I don't know what the country allowed – you know, because the, they have certain laws where whatever. They'll see a franchise and go, no. <laughs> so uh, I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought I thought that's wild. Like, And I love that movie. My friends who have never played Warcraft have seen that movie and go, that's fascinating. Yeah. Well, I want more of that, and I don't know anything about it. And it's and I and I'm, I feel like uh like oh there's so much more like that is just a drop in the bucket of that world, 
they they don't talk about the Pandarans. They don't talk about the Blood Elves, the the Night Elves. Like you barely see a troll in that movie, and the Torin, and 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 oh my God, the wars that happen and. Oh man, and and the, that guy that you see in the movie, his grandson, and what happens with him, and then we, you see Thrall, like you see the baby Thrall, basically. I'm sorry, his son, Varian, uh, and the journey he goes through. Like I remember, if I could for just a moment, we'll, we'll move on in just a second. But I remember when World of Warcraft was out, and Lynch King was out. I remember reading the comic that Jim Lee did for DC, and I'm like, oh, this guy's interesting. He washes up on a shore. He's with all the orcs. What's his deal all about? I had no idea who he was. And then towards the end of the comic, I realized, oh, shit, this is the king who has lost his memory because of some shit that happens. And no joke, that year he washes up on the – he, he finds his way back home in the game uh, to, uh, to Stormwind. And it was just such a cool, like, eureka moment for me and and to see it play out in the game itself the comic tied right in weekly with it and the characters literally were put in the game as like fleshed out npcs i was just like this this blowing my mind that straight up from the comic to the so anyway i i that that world is so fascinating and so rich that they could just you could make a tv show or i think it'd be way better as a tv show even if it was animated yeah oh no Probably absolutely better animated yeah that's the thing you, you've seen them too i've i've, sh- I've shown you the trailers oh i love for the game oh yeah oh they're fantastic they're, they're complete they're so good and you don't have to know a thing about the world you can just watch the little the the two minute or sometimes they're even longer sometimes they're like 15 minutes the the cgi is just out of this world uh and especially with the orcs and everything else like all the cgi trailers for this last expansion uh, maybe i'll post it in the group um where it's like from beginning to end and it tells the story of some of these orc leaders and and how they see everything around them like oh wait this isn't the horde that i signed up for this is not the, the none of these people are honorable and it kind of kind of reflects to the real real world <laughs> at the moment but you seeing around he's like this is not what I signed up for, and, and this is not the honor. And it's, and then he goes back and he gets thrall, and it's so fucking good. Yeah, it would be so good as a TV show. Sorry, I don't even know why I ranted about this. That's what Warner Brother needs to do. They're get, they got their own app series now. Announce a World of Warcraft series, and you got my money. Oh yeah, in a sign me up. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now that that actually makes me wonder: Does Amazon have the rights to stream? Because I think two of the movies are on Netflix, but they're doing the TV show. Do you think they'll have the rights to stream the movies as well, or do you think they'll be Warner Brothers? Which which movies? What are we talking uh, about? Lord of the Rings. I think that eventually the movie rights will revert to Warner Brothers. Okay. But there's no telling when that'll be. I mean, even the Disney Plus deals, like some of the stuff they have has to go away and then come back. Obviously, they don't have some stuff like deals like those deals are way more complicated than just, oh, this stops streaming on Netflix on this day. So it starts back here on that day or the following day or whatever. It's they're not they're not often that simple. And they're bizarre as hell to try to figure out. Oh, yeah. I was watching. um, You've probably seen her channel, Lindsay Ellis, on Netflix, on uh, YouTube. Doesn't she? Yes. Yes. 
she, she does a deep dive into the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. And she did that years ago. And then she did uh, a deep dive into the Hobbit movies. And the Hobbit ones I found extremely fascinating, especially the last bit where uh, it's called the, uh, she does uh, the Hobbit and it says part one of two. And then it's like part, the Hobbit part two of two. And then it's the Hobbit part three of two. Yes. <laughs> but it's called the Hobbit, the desolation of Warners. And I didn't know this. Apparently, there was a huge issue with New Zealand and the Hobbit movies. Really? And the studios. And apparently, it, it wasn't just – it was the Warner Brothers. It was it was New Line and it was, it was like a whole bunch of different uh, studios involved in this. Apparently, there was an issue with um, the, the them uni- becoming a union in New Zealand because – they were looking at what Hollywood was making for what they were doing, and they were making a fraction of what someone in, say, Hollywood would make, making the same kind of movie, if not better. Everyone praises Lord of the Rings and Hobbit. Even if you weren't, weren't a fan of the Hobbit movies, the set production and everything else were just insane. Uh, and it's, it was this. It was so bad that when the third Hobbit movie came out, they didn't even invite – the, the 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 Kiwi they called them because that's what they call them in New Zealand the Kiwi yeah. actors to uh to to the premiere the the premiere for the first movie was in New Zealand and by the time the third one came out it was in Hollywood and they didn't even invite the actors from New Zealand yeah. they invited of course Orlando Bloom Elijah Wood Serene McKellen but they didn't they didn't invite the dwarves that were the actors from New Zealand like it's all this stuff I had no idea. And she does a deep dive into that. She actually like goes to New Zealand, and by the end of the episode, she kind of feels weird about her nostalgia. She's like, "I loved these movies, but it also you look at them a little bit differently when you know what happened to the people behind the scenes." Yep. And it's that nostalgia. Yeah, it's it's really good. I highly recommend go watching it. She has, of course, the Lord of the Rings, which kind of made her really popular on on. Uh, YouTube, and then she does the Hobbit ones, which are just as interesting, even if you're not a fan of the Hobbit movies. Her deep dive into them and what the problem is, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think part two is the Battle of the Five Studios, because there's literally five movie studios involved with the Hobbit movies. Yeah, it's, it's insane what happened with that. And, and everyone, wanted a, everyone wanted a piece of the pie and and how they made it, 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 it's It's funny because remember the beginning of this episode, I was like, I just realized there were three movies instead of two, because I always thought there were two. Yeah. It, and it's because when it was announced, it was announced as two movies. The movies came out and then they were like, oh, yeah, we're doing three, by the way. we Like right before they, they released it, they were like, by the way, there's three of them. Yep. And, and you know, it's it sucks because The Lord of the Rings should have been like six movies where <laughs> The Hobbit should have been one or two. They, you they could made... have done it easily in two. Yeah. They, they took three books and made one movie out of each book and then they took one book and made three movies out of it. Oh yeah, and and she goes into detail about how when Lord of the Rings first came out, when they first pitched it, I forgot what studio uh, they they passed on, but the studio wanted to say, okay, do this all in one movie. Yeah, it was like MGM or something. I think I vaguely remember that. <laughs> yes, it's wild. Like, wait, no, that can't happen. <laughs> and and it was it was New Line who they went with was like they they were pitching it as two movies because they were like we could get away with asking for two. And at the end of the pitch, they're like, I love this, but why are we doing two movies? These are three books. Let's do three movies. And they're like, yes, that's yes. Thank you. That's what we wanted. To, you know? So it's, it's wild to think 
again, these are people up high up in Hollywood that they just don't get it. They, 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 because I guess at the time, you got to think about it, these were giant risks. No one did anything like Lord of the Rings. No one shot all three movies at the same time on this kind of size with this kind of genre. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so it's – I don't know. It's it, I'm Sorry, I've, I've ranted too long. I've just – I've been doing a, a dive onto YouTube and all this stuff with fantasy recently, and it, it was just fascinating. Anyway, sorry. Where were we? <laughs> Uh, stuff that's not coming out. So yeah, that's, that's right. It's uh, totally, totally different direction. Also, EA, according to rumors that should be taking with you know a mountain range of salt, yeah. is rumored to be working on a new Kotor game, which is basically yeah. going to take both of them and kind of blend them into one game in a way that works with what's canon. Yeah, it's a reimagining of the first two games with a new engine uh and i like the idea i i I don't trust ea no i don't either Um, i don't know who would be doing this uh bioware i think is working on dragon age um are are they still yeah if anyone's doing this it would be like a different studio I, i i i'm pretty sure ea is working on dragon age as well as uh, I think that a part of them are still trying to fix Anthem. That was supposed to be like a 10-year plan. Like most of their studio was like, this is the game we're working on. Um, unless someone there was just like, let's just can it all. Which I wouldn't be surprised, I guess. But I don't know. I, I Yeah, it, this is, like you said, a grain of salt. Uh, KOTOR, arguably for a lot of people, that's their favorite Star Wars game of all time. Uh, by the way, if you, I mean, dude, you can play, you can play KOTOR on iPhone 6. Like, yeah. it's, it's a really good game on it too. Um, so if you're out there and you got an Android phone and an iPhone, go get that game. Like, it, it is, cause it's, it's, uh, it, what do you call it? It's, it's, my mind's going blank, but, um, the, the, the type of style it is, it pauses, it stops, uh, it's totally playable on it. Um, it's not like a fast action RPG. It's like a take your time uh, turn-based style. Right. Uh, and it's it's great. And if you don't know the story of it, we won't spoil it here. But it's it's fantastic. You should definitely go play it. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know it. If if it's anything like what Capcom did with uh, the Resident Evil series, great. You know, but I I, I don't know who's making it. I don't know. I don't know what to think about this. Because um, Bioware itself is a couple of different studios. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think it's Bioware that's working on it. Like specifically, um, it, I think they just bought up. What studio did they just get? And they just—they're now reworking that one in L.A. Like the guy from Respawn flew out there. Yeah. Well, because the one in L.A. isn't even the main one. Their main one was in Edmonton. Um, right. Montreal was just. Uh, folded into uh motive over at ea okay so don't get me wrong if if this is bioware that would be a perfect fit of course that's that's who i would want to work on it yeah that makes the most sense your ea you own bioware if i was in charge i would go look we fucked up anthem there's not much we can do with that Let's try and do this KOTOR thing. People loved KOTOR. KOTOR 2 wasn't as big as a, a success. It wasn't as 
people didn't like it as much. But if you somehow merged those two games together and retold the story and changed things to fit into canon or whatever, sure. That would sell like hotcakes. And here's and here's what you do. You also make a deal with Xbox and make it exclusive. That, you, that's how you get people to buy an Xbox. Now, I don't want it to be exclusive. I was going to say, you who sit there every week and talk about how exclusives are awful. I'm not saying – okay, let me explain. I don't want that to happen. I can just see that happening. Fair. Because it was exclusive for Xbox. If I was sitting in – if I was working for Microsoft right now, I would either want an exclusive Marvel game or Star Wars game. Those would be the two franchises that I'd be looking at right now. Again, you're absolutely you're 100% right. I don't want it to be exclusive. I would rather this be on PlayStation where I can actually play it. I'm just thinking of greedy here. <laughs> They'd be I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. I, that's fair. That, that would be Microsoft going, how, how big of an announcement would that be? If Microsoft came out and was like, yo, we're, yeah, we, we, you know, that would be such a giant announcement at E3. If they're like, if you want to play KOTOR, you, you got to play it on the system it originally came out on. Again, I would hate that. I would totally want play, I want them to play together, obviously. And you, you're right. Now that, now that I'm thinking about talking about it out loud, I don't think Microsoft would do that. They're, they've been way more about like, hey, yeah, we'll put some stuff out on the Switch. Yeah. We'll, we'll play we'll play along. You know, we'll, we'll play with other uh, people. So I don't know. I guess I just thought of that because that's what it originally came out on. And it was specifically only for Xbox and, and then eventually did what PC and, and then it's now on everything. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah, I would love a new KOTOR. Yeah, it says here, uh, the logical games will be Bioware, but it says here are the three games we know Bioware is currently working on. Dragon Age 4, a new Mass Effect game, and uh, the some kind of grand relaunch of Anthem. So the studio is split between, they know that they're working on Dragon Age 4, there's a part of the studio that is working on Mass Effect series, and there's another part of the studio that is working on Anthem, so I don't know what they would be able to do. No, it wouldn't be able to be Bioware then. And that sucks. That's the one thing that could totally save their studio. Yep. And it's totally – they give – oh, man, that's such a – man, that would be such a tragedy if – especially if – because it's, it's been miss after miss with them. Mass Effect was a failure. And that's the, that's the thing is it's not even their fault. It is EA's meddling that's clearly been the problem. Yeah. Um, Especially with Anthem. Uh. Man, that just sucks. You know, I, I don't know. We'll find out soon, I guess. If this is a real thing, and I imagine this is something that they would want to talk about probably at E3, maybe an announcement, maybe nothing else. But um, I don't know. KOTOR would be huge. Like, you know, my, my personal favorite is the Jedi Knight series, which I would love if they remade that. But damn it, I need them to get away from EA. <laughs> There's a million other studios that I think would do great with Knights of the Old Republic 2 as well. Yeah. Like Divinity Original Sin, their studio. The the ones who are doing the uh, Boulder's Gate now. Right. They would be perfect. That's fair. Oh, man, they would be perfect. I, I forget the name of their studio, though. It's like Divine or... Uh, Lorarian Studios? I don't know. I'm butchering it. Uh, who would look, who was, uh, what was the game again real quick? Divinity. 
They're from Belgium. Divinity Original Sin. Let's find out. Divinity Original Sin. Divinity Original Sin 2. Uh, Larian. Larian Larian, Studios. Yes. They'd be perfect. Studios like that. I mean, even like... I mean... uh, I don't know. Actually, I was gonna say. <laughs> I, know, I was gonna. I was gonna say. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's. It's too late. It's too late. Um. But yeah, I, I don't know who EA would get to work on that. Uh, I, I don't know. But hopefully, we find out soon. Yeah. Pro- our our luck. It'll be. It'll be a motive probably. <laughs> yeah. Did you see they announced the um, uh, Pokemon Home? Yeah, they they finally detailed it. Um, it has it 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 has a free version that's basically junk. So they want everybody to do the fifteen dollar a year premium version. Uh, yeah, because you won't be able to transfer anything from Pokemon Bank without it. So right, so um, it's almost as expensive as Nintendo Online for a year. <laughs> I think it was like five bucks on the 3ds, and that's honestly what it should be. It's just holding. Po- it honestly shouldn't even cost anything. No, it really this shouldn't. Should be just, but it's, it's insane that this is yeah, a service I'm, that they're making people pay for. Yeah, but I mean, when you break it down, and it's like a buck and a quarter a month, like I, I don't hate that. You know, like I, 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 I get, I get that it should be free, but I also don't mind that it's, it is, it's a dollar and a quarter a month. I, I don't hate that. You know, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, if you're a giant Pokemon fan, of course you're gonna get this. I think I, I don't know. I'm 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 iffy about. It. You're right. You're right. Sixteen bucks a year is not that bad. Um, so you you can store up to like six thousand Pokemon. I just think stuff like this, like other other studios, do this for free. Destiny has a free system, but then again, they have way more. Uh, uh, the things you can purchase in the game that they make money on yeah and it's it's not free they have to host these servers to host your stuff i don't know i'm 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 i like i like the idea of the companion mobile app that comes with it yeah that you can that you can take that with you and trade pokemon with like i think that's cool Right, you don't have to be, you don't have to bring your switch with you right. everywhere. That's I, I see. I didn't even know that. That's that's okay. You, yeah. you turned me around. That's on it. that's something where it's like, hey, if you have this, then you know, and you can do like global trades. You can just put it out there and just be like, hey, I'm willing to trade this. Who wants it? Then give me something else. And then you log back in and say, oh, this got traded for that. That's you cool. Can, you can do direct trades. Obviously, you can set up a room with kind of like with with and invite people in and say hey we're all going to trade pokemon here's these pokemon getting traded and once the trades are complete then you know what you got you know does it work with your pokemon home on the 3ds like can you bring your 3ds pokemon over Uh, okay so here's what it looks like is that everything from bank if you bring it into home it can't go back to bank and home home looks like it only works with uh with sword shield and both let's goes in terms of where these Pokemon can go once they've been brought into home. Oh, wait, say that again. So home is where all these features live. Right. So like, for example, if I have 2000 Pokemon on my 3ds and Pokemon bank, right? Right. Right. Can I bring those to Pokemon home? Yes. 
and they can't go back to make, right? They cannot, no. They cannot. Okay, so I bring them to home. Now, what games can I put those Pokemon in? Sword, Shield, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Only if they're in the game, or can they go into... Because I know, like, Sword and Shield doesn't have all the Pokemon, right? It doesn't have all 800 of them. And I think think that's also part of the limitation as well. Okay, so it's limited to what Pokemon are available in the game. Uh, And then I guess... Oh, yeah, I did read that even with the expansion, the 200 they're adding, you can trade in from home and you you don't have to pay for it. Right. Like, you don't don't have to pay for the DLC to actually be able to use your Pokemon. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so okay, cool. That works. Yeah, it's it. it's it's interesting, and it's I yeah. and I think it works. I think it's fine. Um, yeah, there's uh, there's other things that are way worse than this. So I I, I guess just no. my initial was like, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> yeah, basically, like everything you can bring in Pokemon from, you know, everything that goes into bank can then go into home. But from yeah. home, it can only go to Sword and Shield for the time being. Yeah. Um, which I get going forward. I I understand that. I don't I don't hate this at all. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. All right. So where were we? But yeah, we got we got off on a on a bit of a tangent there um yeah a little bit of some housekeeping news um the witcher netflix soundtrack is finally available on spotify it only took them forever for no reason yeah um, that was a talk about dropping a ball with that one yeah no kidding um how did you not know that was going to take off <laughs> I well you know but i mean once once it did take off like it took them what a month to capitalize oh, yeah. on this like eesh. I was watching it with my friend, and she didn't. She, we were in and out of the the show, and that was one thing she catch it. She caught, so she'll start randomly singing that. Yeah, <laughs> every it's... once in a while, toss a coin to your widget, but she never even finished the series. But that was the one thing she was like, "That's really cool." That, and she liked Unifer. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I thought that was cool. But uh, and also the the word Fox has been dropped from a couple of their movie labels, which. We all kind of knew was coming. Yeah. Uh, so it's just uh, 20th Century Productions, or uh, 20th Century Studios, rather, and uh, uh, Searchlight Pictures. Yeah. So, which oh, yeah. which I understand, because Fox TV is still Fox TV, and is and is still the Fox company. So it's, yeah. the, the naming structure on everything is a little weird. So I Disney's just going, yeah, you know what, fine, we're just going to change this up. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Did you see that Tari's going to make eight hotels? Uh, yeah. I don't Why? Understand. If you told me Nintendo was going to make a, a hotels around, I would be like, oh, cool. That's probably going to be what? Vegas, Orlando, New York, L.A. Uh, but Atari? Yeah. Excuse me? Why? What? <laughs> I, I don't know. Their man. rebranding is something else. At first they were doing like what? Like. They were making bo- they were making like four hundred dollar boxes that like streamed things, and then then they were gonna do like apparel, and it, they're all over the place. Yeah, I think it makes sense as Atari, as a company, to make it like an image, I guess, like a label. To me, the hats and shirts thing makes sense. Everyone loves those classic, whatever. If you were gonna somehow change your company into that, it makes sense. But hotels. Oh well, you know. What kind of what, <laughs> now you, 
that's insane. What, <laughs> what kind of, we're in the hotel business now. <laughs> I, I mean, look, man, I, I, I'm on board there. Just like I don't understand it in the slightest. But yeah, I, I don't they know. Should have been like, let's just make this just be a t-shirt company. Like the, yeah. people still buy that. The the, the Tari hat, the t-shirt, not a bad idea. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It sucks. Uh, I don't know. But, uh, I thought it was bizarre. It's it is. It's really weird. Yeah. But, uh, so I mean, yeah. And we talked about uh, we talked about bad boys. Talked about the gentleman. Uh, we talked some about nineteen seventeen. Did you? What else did you want to add to that? Anything or? No, I loved it. Uh, like I said, man, especially watching with my brother, like it it hit a little bit differently. Uh, than I thought it would if I wasn't, but man, it was really good from beginning to end. You know, I, I, I usually pee at least once or twice during a movie because I just constantly have to take a piss. Yeah. Uh, and I, I make the mistake of always getting a soda and popcorn. So I couldn't during this, like I wanted to, I knew that like, I couldn't, you can't take a break. Um, and it was just so good from beginning to end. I, I, it, it it, you know, I, I never been to war, obviously. I don't know what that's like. God bless anyone who has signed up, uh, you know, to be in the military and whatnot. Uh, I could never imagine what that's like at all. Uh, and to, to, to see something like this, to, to get any sort of idea or image of what that is, is it's insane. And I think they capture it, the... Um, the intensity of it, the man, like there's just, there's so many scenes that stand out. Like what, like when he's, he's, he's in, you know, that he sees the building on fire and there's that guy there and he doesn't know if he's American or I'm sorry, a British or German. He doesn't know what he is. Yeah. Uh, and like that, like, Oh yeah, of course that would happen. Like th- there's so many things that we've seen in movies that are so cinematic or whatever, where it's like, I don't know. I, I just little things like that stood out to me. It was like, Shit! What would you do in that moment? Yeah, you know, I, I, and and when he runs in, you know, spoiler alert, he runs into the woman and her kid, and like there's these these little moments where, you know, the the humanity creeps back in, where he's not in this war, he's in the war, but and then immediately you see him kind of get taken back out, and he's yeah. like, I I got a job I have to do, I can't stay in this moment for too long, even though that was such a you know, not a good moment for him, but like that was, uh, he felt humanity for a second and love for just a second, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, seeing the baby and everything, uh, and life and whatnot. It, I don't know. I, I, I'm having a hard time putting into words, but it was just, it, it was just, it was a ride. It was just insane. And I, I couldn't imagine being in world war one, world war two or any of the current wars. You know what I mean? Like I, I it's it's crazy, uh, and to see it from you know like we talked about from just the second he wakes up to the second it ends, I like that you know spoiler alert it, again please don't listen to this part if you haven't seen it, but I liked how it ended I liked it ended where it started it, and... it, I love that I love that it comes full circle yes. like that oh yeah and I did I, I, I that's what I was telling my mom and my brother I was like yeah because my my brother said he didn't like how it ended I guess he wanted he wanted to see him leave and go home. And I'm like, no, no, no. The, like the movie was supposed to be one 
as if it is one long shot. So yeah. you couldn't see him go home or what the result of all that would be. But, you know, you, you I think it was a very good ending to the book, ending to the movie where he he got he got his rest and he got to lay under the tree. And I was like, it's it, it ended right where it started. Uh my mom was like, "Oh yeah, you're right." You know, so it, I I I loved that. I liked that's where it ended. That was a good place to end it. Yeah. Who knows what happened after that? Uh, um, I think, like you said, Sam Mendes, the 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 director, or the, it was his great grandfather that told him the story, right? It, yeah, it's it it because it's he's credited that way. Yes. Anyway, yeah. and I, you know, I did did it happen? Did it not happen? It's not really right. the point. Right, I, I don't know the full story, um, yeah. but I imagine you know that is the story of a lot of people in that war. You know, they might not have been going behind enemy lines to get this one mission across, but we—I felt like we saw a day in the life of someone in that war and how just like the word I messed up at the beginning, unrelenting it is, and yeah. it, they don't have a second to really catch their breath, and if they do. They know at any moment it could be their last. Any moment, you know, the scene at the farm and uh, it's just it's the plane. It's it's insane. It's it's crazy, and I love just the camera. They must have meticulously just tried to figure out where it needed to be to tell the story it was going to tell because they had to cut away from him to come, you know, to hear him saying no, 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 stop, stop, and then for them to come back. Yeah. And then, of course, all the little hidden cuts. Uh, man, I, I'm definitely picking this up on Blu-ray because I want to pour behind the scenes of, of how they did this and where they did the hidden cuts and stuff. Any Anytime you see a wipe is a big giveaway of like, oh, yeah, this is where there was a cut. Right. That's what I figured. Yeah. He goes into the water and then they, like you said, they wipe over. Yeah. Um, anytime something passes in front of the screen. And it covers right. the entire screen, even for a second. Yeah, that's a cut. Yeah, and there's some where I'm just like, how did they do that for like a good couple minutes? They didn't cut, and there's just so much mayhem that happens. Like I saw the behind this, the one part I did see behind the scenes is towards the end where he's running, like he gets up and then he runs across the field, um, and everyone's running in one direction, and it's just. People are running into him, and I'm like, did that happen on purpose? To, like, it, it, But it's shot so well that it's – and such good acting that they just – they kept the camera rolling. Yeah. Um, and, it, and, and, and and it's so good that I'm like, was that on purpose, or did that just happen and they kept going? And that's it, that's how it's supposed to be because that's, that's literally what would happen. They would – you wouldn't just – you would run into people, you know, and oh, man, it's yeah. – it was such a ride. It was so insane. I, I, you know, I haven't had an experience. I, probably my favorite war movie since Saving Private Ryan, I think. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, um, it's right up that. I liked Hacksaw um, a lot, uh, uh, but yeah, right there with with Saving Private Ryan, I think it's 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 so fresh on my mind too. So maybe, but I, I don't know. It, it that that's gonna win so many awards. Oh yeah. Oh no question. Yeah. Uh, did you see the rumble? I did see the rumble. What'd you think? Overall, it was a good show. Like it was a good show. The uh, the women's rumble was solid. Like I I liked it. Uh, hats off to Beth Phoenix for you know not bleeding out. Um, yeah. 
Like she hung tough in that for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't like Charlotte winning just because I'm really done with Charlotte. Um, I really, Again. I I really figured like this was, this was uh, uh oh hell uh this was Shayna's <sighs> moment to just tear through and become the the dominant figure. Yeah. Like that's what I expected, but I get that. You know, Charlotte's going to go do whatever. There's rumors of her going to NXT to challenge Rhea Ripley, and I think that's interesting. That's cool. Um, but Any of them could go down. I, I wanted I wanted Bliss to win. That's I've f- really been liking Alexa the last yeah. year or so. Um, any of those people could go to NXT. Charlotte, Alexa, uh, any of them. Um, yeah. Becky, any of them could go to NXT and really bring bring everything up. Yeah. But I, you know, that's that's the the rumor going around. We'll find out. Um, and I get it. Shayna didn't really need it. She's gonna challenge Becky, uh, yeah. And and doesn't re- didn't really need the rub from the Rumble. I get that. But I just it. I'm I, I'm I'm kind of holding judgment on that until I see where that angle goes. Yeah. Um. But it was a good it was a good solid Rumble, and the men's Rumble was interesting. The... See, that's the thing. I was so down on it at the beginning. I'm like, this is the worst rumble I've ever seen. I, but I, it made sense because I liked, and I liked that everybody still kind of had their moments in there, and then Brock was still just Brock. It told a good story, and I shouldn't have been as, I was so down on I'm like, they've wasted half the rumble. When I say Rumble, I mean like that match, not the whole thing. But yeah. they wasted half the Rumble, half the talent to be squashed for Brock. And I'm so fucking over it. And I get it. That's the point. Yeah. They want us to hate Brock. But I'm but, so but we already tired do. of so much talent being just squished by him. Yeah. And it's – dude, Kofi, like it's just it's stupid at this point. But it made the moment when Drew just in one shot kicked him over the top rope. It, and that's great. Made I, that I, moment I like something. Drew, yeah. but I, I just man, Nakamura won last year, right? And what happened with that? Nothing. It went nowhere. Year, year before. It, year before. Year before. I'm sorry. Yeah. Who won last year? Rollins. Rollins. Because he right. went yeah, on the up to... and comer Rollins. I, I'm just. I'm so tired of these yeah. people winning, dude, dude. It. There's so many young, younger talent there. Yeah. That should be winning these things. I, it shouldn't be Rollins. I don't think it should be Reigns. Drew McIntyre makes perfect sense. Drew is a great choice, and I'm glad he won it. And he is yes. gonna go. He, he's got to face Brock. Like that. Yes. That has to be what they're setting up. And he needs to be the one to finally put him away and put him down for good. Like because uh, of... imagine looking back 20 years from now or 10 years from now, and looking back at this year, these these five, six, seven years of WWE, and how much talent they had. And how little of a spotlight the 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 these people have got yeah. because of Brock, and it, it, you know, and, and Seth has had a few runs. Reigns has had a few runs. They've had their stuff. Owens even had a run. Um, like there's, you know, I I I I, I completely agree with Punk. Keith Lee should have won that. Yeah. Someone who is right now just just super hot. You put that rocket on them. And they would have made him a, an insane superstar. Last it it night, would have made had Sunday. had Keith Lee won that rumble, it would like there would have absolutely been no stopping him. No stopping for him. anything. You would have made a, but you know what? 
Drew McIntyre is 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 a great pick. <laughs> if it would have been any of the other people at the final of that, it would have been terrible. And I understand that's the idea. They want they wanted the audience to go. We don't want any of these other people except for Drew at the end. Uh, but honestly, Drew should have got it two years ago, a yeah. year ago, when when he first came back. Uh, and then they didn't know what to do with him. And I'm just so afraid that's what's going to happen again, just like they did with Nakamura. They boosted him up there, and then they backed off. They're going to boost I, – I, I, I completely agree with you. I hope they they do what you're saying and that he does finally take Brock out. But, dude, he's – at this point, it's it's dumb. The only person that they got to squish him was Goldberg at this point. Yeah. And it's – I don't know. Uh, I, I agree with you. I, I do hope it's true. That would be great. Um, you know, uh, I, I they're doing great with Bray Wyatt, um, but – you know, it, it, I, I want it to move around a little bit more. I want some of the – they maybe it's the problem that they just have too much talent. Maybe maybe it's a problem with me seeing all of this talent, and it's like even some of my friends who has, has really stopped watching this year, and they're, they're just like, oh, they're, everyone's in the same place they were a year ago. Yeah. Uh, there's a few changes, and they, they, did, they did Kofi dirty. Um but it's like nothing's nothing much is there's no man you know I, I guess we talk about all the time about the attitude era and it seemed like when you tuned in you didn't know what was going to happen and the the best part of this rumble was Edge coming back yeah which and, and I things, mean you know it was amazing like that was a moment and a half yeah his his emotion and and the audience knowing what he had to overcome. Uh, from uh, neck surgery that basically he was told he'd never wrestle again, just like uh, Daniel Bryan was. Basically, he was like, there's no way you're getting in a ring again. Yeah. And uh, even though he's the – he what? He's the rated R superstar. He's the bad guy. You, you, everyone stood up when he came out. Oh, yeah. It was Cause, it was beyond electric. Yes, yeah. And, it, and, and, you know, he's got probably one of the best – themes uh of any of the when that hits you think you know me and then the music plays oh it's, it's yeah forget it it's so iconic to me that's up there with like the rock and stuff like that like everyone just get, or stone cold's glass breaking uh it, and and to see his emotion in his face and it's like this is wrestling this moment right here and i just man i just i wanted more of that and i fucking hate that brock knocked everyone out halfway through this match yeah i get what you're saying that's the story and that makes sense and i'm sure later on down the road i will be way less cynical about it and i'll look back and go that was smart um but man it pissed me off at the beginning of that i was just like there's so much good talent especially when keith lee came out keith like, man, he and keith keith lee they that they, they did keith lee wrong like keith needed to be in there a lot longer and put up more fight like i yeah and I get they were like, well, he can go up there with him and Braun, and, and them two can get into it, and then he knocks through both of them. I was like, no. No, I, I don't know if the, the dirt cheats are real or true or whatever, but apparently it was supposed to be Matt Riddle at that point. I, and, you know, I don't know about all that with, with Riddle and Braun, right. but... It's hard to know what's real and what's not with all that. 
Uh, that Matt Rill's another one that should just be skyrocketing right now. Like the dude is so talented. Anytime I see him on NXT, yeah, his matches are killer. They're ridiculous. NXT is the show to watch. I've watched way more NXT yep. this year than than the than any of the the Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, and any of those pe- any of those people would just just they put on just such good matches. And I'll I'll tell you and and I'll tell you what. On I don't know if you saw this or not on WrestleTalk's YouTube channel, they fantasy booked the Rumble and they brought Blampier back. Oh wow! From from his his self imposed sort of rehab and and everything that he did, and he looks great. And to hear him go 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 pull up WrestleTalk's YouTube channel and listen to him, you know how WWE should book the Royal Rumble like he did back in the old days. And everything he says is perfect. Makes just absolute complete sense. And it, it's exactly how they should have done it. And it tells a magnificent story. It's it's a good, like, 12 or 15 minutes. But listen to listen to Plumpy book the rumble. It's amazing. And it's, Plumpy? It, well, you, don't, oh, you don't remember on uh, What Culture when he lost, like, he had to be called Plumpy for, like, um, two months or whatever. Oh yeah, way, that's right. Way way on back in the day. Oh yeah. But yeah. listen listen to him fantasy book the rumble and it's amazing. It's so good. And it would have I don't get me wrong. I like that Drew won. I'm okay with how everything turned out and it's 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 about time for Drew. It really is. But after hearing what Blampier after hearing his idea, it's like nothing else sounds right. Am I spelling this wrong? How do you spell Blampier? Uh, just I just uh just look up Wrestle Talk, and you'll see it. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. Wait, he was okay. He left a while ago, right? He left because he left. Uh, he left what culture with everybody else who went to Cultaholic, and he was supposed to go to Cultaholic, and then there all was the stuff all the right. stuff with him, and he he decided he made the the mature choice. And he yeah. said, "You know what? I need to step away. I need to sort my life out." And he right. did that. And he, and it's been a couple years. So he went to a different channel. I don't know why he didn't do this with Cultaholic. I don't know. I, I have no idea why he went to Wrestle Talk to do this. I I don't know. Gotcha. But, but uh, it's so just. So I'm at Wrestle Talk, and what would it be under? Uh, fantasy booking the Royal Rumble. It's something like that. Fantasy it's... booking warfare Royal Rumble 2020. That's the one. Yep. Okay, perfect. But uh, but listen to him. The, the the guy that they have on, Ollie, who's on Wrestle Talk. I do it, like Wrestle Talk. Yeah, Ollie. Yeah, his yeah. Uh, his rumble is ridiculous. Like I can't stand it. It's yeah. it's terrible. But I like the way Blompier does it because he also includes a lot of twenty four seven stuff and a lot of really cool moments and a lot of funny moments and also a lot yeah. of like feel good moments. It is a complete yeah. rumble. Yeah, and it's fantastic. And once you hear it, you're just like, damn! If they had done this, it would have been amazing. That's good. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah and I'm 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 always for uh, you know, like you said, it's been a few years. I'm always for people yep. realizing their mistakes and trying to do the right thing. And and you're absolutely right. I I remember I saw his videos where he was getting help and he was seeing people and he went to a counselor and that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely check this out. But absolutely. I mean, I you know, like I said, I enjoyed the event, the whole thing, the whole card overall was good. Uh, the strap match was brutal. Yeah, that was just nasty, but it had to be. Um, You know, Becky versus Oscar was a good was a good solid match, and I liked Otis and Mandy. Otis, I'll tell you what, man, just 
I, okay. They're great. That, they, that, that's such a uh, that is such a uh, not genuine, but it's such a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's such a natural thing for them. Yeah, like the comedy lands, the ridiculousness of it lands. It, it and... works. The chemistry there works. And yeah, it... the chemistry works, and, and it's getting over naturally and not forced. Yeah, if that makes sense. It's like everything the opposite of the the Lana Russo thing. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it, it I, I love that. That was such a good spot where she landed on him, and he stood up. And he's just like, go get him, girl. And, <laughs> and it's just so ridiculous. Uh, and, and she gets back up and she has a giant smile on her face. And it's, 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 it, that was such a cool moment, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. But, man. And it's, I mean, Otis is great. That That's like that tag team. I didn't really know much about because I, that time I wasn't, I mean, I, I was watching NXT. They, I remember them being in like war games and stuff like that. But it was when they came and were brought up that I really started watching NXT again. So I kind of missed them, if that makes sense. Yeah, go back and watch. Like, they haven't done a lot of good with heavy machinery. Yeah. Um, so definitely go back and watch her NXT stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, no, it was a good, it was, it was a good, good card overall. Both the Rumbles were good. Uh, it was, it was just, it was a good show. It was what it needed to be. Um, yeah. And yeah, God, that pop for Edge, like, and and I mean, it had been rumored for weeks and weeks now, like, oh yeah, no, he's gonna be in it, he's gonna be in it, everybody's going. No, but you never know, it. right? I mean, people rumor CM Punk, people. There's so many things that that could have happened. Yeah, and you're like, that would be great, but there's always the, and then, like, I think like some of the bigger things was like he left his show. Is like he did. He did like a podcast and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He left the NC's pod of awesome. And, yeah. So, but, but there was always a way to explain away. You know, like oh well, true. he's he's going to be doing this. He's he's focusing more on his acting, or he's he might be a producer now. Like they, you know, there was there was always a completely plausible explanation. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, just the look on his face. Oh God, like that. That to me was the best part because he, you could just see like he could not believe he was there. Yeah, you can't write that. It was it was just surreal, uh, and I, I I can't even imagine what he was feeling, but it, it's I imagine he was just taking it all in. Everyone on their feet, everyone screaming. How much noise there was. Yeah, his noise, the, everything going on. Like I, feeling like a rock star. Like I I I couldn't even imagine. No, no, no way. And that that that's the that's those genuine pops that man, it's I feel like the the WWE for so long it's it's been missing this kind of stuff and every once in a while it grabs it. Especially with NXT. Any NXT does it on a smaller level, but they t they do it better in the story, in the matches. Yeah. But man, that pop when he came out, it was just so good. It, it was it was just so damn good. Uh, and they need more of that, but I don't know. And I did you see what they see Raw? See yeah. what they did with him? Yeah, where they had Randy Orton basically kill him. Like, it's like you son of a bitch! But <laughs> don't you do it, Randy? Yeah, don't you do it? I was screaming at the screen. But but I'm okay with that. Like I mean, that's how you tell a story like that. That's how that story should be told. And it keeps it gets Edge out of action until the Rumble, which or uh, till Mania, which is where there's going to be that match. And 
Right. Just and, stay away from his neck. I get I get it's not hurting it that much, but yeah, oh, it's hard to see. Yeah, let's not take the chances, shall we? Yeah, let's not take the chances. Like hurt his leg. Like what are you doing? You're gonna you're gonna accidentally screw something up. Yeah. I'm sure they all hugged backstage and everything, but man, like, don't just it was, careful. Yeah, it was not fun to watch, which I get it, it was a point, but it's just, oh, man. Right. Oh. Man, the crowd, the crowd were like, they were believing it. They oh, were yeah. like, oh, hell yeah. Here's the, I heard a woman screaming, no. <laughs> like, nobody, yeah, that's great. Nobody sells just straight up evil like Randy Orton does. I don't, I don't like his style, I don't like how he wrestles. But I, you can't argue with the fact that there's, there is no better villain going right, right now. You like, can't trust him. Never, no. ever, 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 ever. He's a snake. <laughs> and he doesn't do. He's not gonna cover you in dog food. Like he's going to hurt right. you. He's going to hurt you a lot. Right. <laughs> right. Oh God, man, the dog food stuff. Uh, like, yeah. oh man, that's what I'm saying. Like. Oh, there's there's so much there's so much wasted talent yeah. they have that should have been pumped up so long ago. Yeah. Like I don't know, it's it's insane. But, like I think Kevin Owens is just so underused. Owens, Nakamura, like there's yeah. there's so many, but the problem is there's so many. Oh yeah, we could be having these moments like what we had with Edge with Owens and stuff like that right now. Yeah. Like there's no reason we couldn't they've been in we, they've been in the game long enough and they've been at WWE long enough where you know, remember when Owens got the got the Universal Champion like that that moment was so huge because it was so shocking. Yeah. It was like how is he getting in of all these people here? How are they allowing him to, you know, it, it they don't do that anymore. Now it's Brock and what other uh, gimmick we can bring in this year that, 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 that Vince thinks – that's the problem. It's the battle of the two chefs right now. There's, yeah. two, there's two directors running the show, and Vince and, and – and at least that's my take. Vince and Triple H, they, they, it's, like, it's like Triple H wants these guys to – I don't know. It's almost as if – I guess that is the case that NXT, to me, that's the best show. Yeah, and it's a it's almost a fight between like what do we do with these people? You got you got you got Vince saying, well, we should bring in some celebrity boxer, not celebrity boxer, but you know what I mean, like some giant boxer or UFC fighter to take the spot of someone who's been at this company busting their ass for years, building a fan base, just to be taken over by someone who's going to be in and out and do three matches a year. Yeah. It's just it sucks, yeah. but I'm glad Drew got it. He deserves it. He, he's a good dude. Uh, I haven't been really watching that recently. Is is he a baby face or heel at this point? He's 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 turning face. Okay. Like he's because when he kind of once he got away from you know Corbin and all that crap, he didn't really have a lot to do. So okay. they just kind of stuck a microphone in his hand. And Drew, yeah. like, Drew makes, like, for inti as intimidating and everything as he is, he makes a very sympathetic, crowd-endearing babyface. And, and that, see, that's what I was saying, is yeah. I hope he he has a babyface run, because I like him more like that. Uh, it's kind of like Braun. I think Braun is way better when he's being goofy and he's being fun. Yeah. He was a great monster for a while, but you can only lift so many things over where it's like, it, it was cool when he turned and he was him and Reigns were teaming up and stuff. Right. Uh, and Drew, I hope they do that with him. Drew, but I, 
they could turn him in a second. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't know, and it seems like they got some sort of faction going on with with Seth and Buddy. I thought that was kind of neat. And, and the, I, I didn't and the AOP, that. yeah, because Seth Seth has fully embraced his role as the Monday Night Messiah. And so, I, are, do they have a faction name or anything? I don't remember. I don't think so. I, Why did I, they do that? They've like gone away completely from factions. I I don't know. Um, but I like I'm all for this because it gives AOP something to do, uh, yes. which is great. And Buddy Murphy. But yeah, but I mean, Buddy had like I mean, Buddy had Alistair Black. He had that feud and was really showing every. He was really doing something. I'm okay with Buddy Murphy being a part of this. I I like that. But yeah. I just I feel like I and and I and I and I say this and I'll get hate for it probably, but I really do feel like there needs to be they they also need like whoever's going to be like the next Raw Women's Champ should be part of that stable. There needs sure. to, just because I like to see an entirely rounded out stable. I want I want there to be. be I want there to be that moment where you know Seth holds the Universal Title, Buddy Murphy holds the u.s title aop holds the tag titles and throw i you know i i have no idea who you put in that group but but put somebody in that group to hold the raw women's title you know and have them hold all of the gold and hold it for six months and just dominate and like i because i you know those are great stories that you can tell yes and yeah that that's where you get the good run-ins that's where you get the and then you have, you know, you have the good guys teaming up against them, and they were kind of doing that with like Samojo and, and Ko. Like there could be some crazy factions right now. Yeah. And and you know, I feel like NXT does this great, and they fail on the they they fail on the the, the two other shows. NXT has they've had how many factions in the last couple of years? Well, and I but mean, they, but I mean, here's the thing: like, look at Worlds Collide and the match that you had Undisputed Era from NXT yeah. and Imperium from UK, and that match was a right. banger and a half. Yes. And see, that's the one thing I haven't really been watching is the UK, and I hear everyone talking about oh, it. it's so good. It's it's rough. Oh. If you're looking for, like, that... If you if you want strong style, there's your brand. So I never saw Worlds Collide. That's on the network? It's on that the was network. from this weekend? Yeah, that was from uh, Saturday. Okay, I'll definitely check that out. It's, it's, it's absolutely worth a watch. No doubt. So who's the guy that everyone's talking about? The one that who slaps people in the uh, chest? Valter. Walter, Walter yes. got it. He okay. is, and he is massive, and they bump like mad for those chops. It's crazy. Yeah. But the yeah, sound, see. God, the sound. Oh, the sound. Yeah. Oh, it hurts to listen to. Yeah, yeah. I always see the um, uh, the wrestle same. talk or the yeah. the the culture. They oh, they always talk about that. Those guys. Yeah. Um, but he's yeah, he does check that out. he does so much more than that. Like he has the same kind of in ring mobility you see Braun try to have. Walter has, and it's terrifying. He and Pete Dunne had like a 40-some minute match, what, at I think TakeOver Blackpool 2, I think a few months ago. Okay. And it was just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a marathon, and it's insane, but it's so damn good. Yeah, I gotta Uh, check it out. But it's, but yeah, check out, check out Worlds Collide, too. It's, it's, it was fantastic. And I think they have one of the best titles best looking the the uk one yes it's yes. just so good looking. It it's looks, so awesome it looks like something you would expect it looks like a crest it looks like a yes. it looks like a shield you know it looks like yeah. it should be a british title that's exactly what it looks like right oh right. yeah 
Yeah, I see that, and then I see R's, the, 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 just the W on everything, and I'm like, Jesus, get, I, yeah. do a little something different. <laughs> the title should look very different. I hate that. I also don't like, um, uh, oh, what's his face? Uh, my mind just went blank. Um, the Fiend's title. I love it because it's, oh. I mean, what else would it be? Like, I love it. I think it's great. I liked I liked uh, the one he posted on Instagram years ago when he had the WWE title. Um, it looked like the WWE title, but the straps were like almost like a snakeskin. Yeah, it was a very weird look to it, and I it's the same people who did this one. I feel like this one went a little. It went way too like it's his face, right? Yeah, like it's just the, the strap is just. It, I don't know. It. I saw the belt was like six grand or something, but it looked like a plastic face. Well, it's they're all limited edition and whatnot, and yeah. all that fun stuff. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it didn't look like a. I don't know. It. I, I, I didn't like the way it looked. I, I thought the title that he was showing on Instagram years ago. Uh, I don't know if I can find it here. It looked wild. It oh yeah, no, like I, oh yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Leather strap, like it looked like something that he walked out of the woods with. Uh, yeah, it, and I guess it it fit his old character more, but it still looked it looked great. Um, but I don't know. Uh, the the new one just looks like to me. It just looks like a toy belt or something. The face does at least, I guess. Does he? I, see, I haven't really been watching it. Does he walk out with that? The when the fiend does, yeah. The fiend does, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, Bray Bray holds whenever Bray shows up, he blue does one. he has the blue one. Yeah, but, that makes sense. I like that. I like that they they're different. Yeah. That's cool. He's one of the best things about the WWE right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, that whole gimmick of the the lantern looks insane. The it, his whole everything he does looks crazy. It looks like movie quality horror stuff. Yeah. The belt was a little too. I'm like, ah, that. <laughs> it's a little too much. But anyway, um, I, I, yeah. So it's got me more excited. I mean, I know Mania is in Tampa this year. I'm so tempted to go. Uh, I know someone who does have tickets, but we'll see. It's you close to. It's like a few months away. It's uh, two little over two months. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Like we got an idea of now of what's going to be happening, so yeah, we'll see. It, when it's in Orlando and it's right next door, it's a little easier for me to justify. But oh man, yeah, Orlando's just at the other end of our four. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Oh man, cool. Anything else? Nothing. I think it pretty much pretty much covers it. Cool, cool. Well, uh, go to our Facebook, We Geek Podcast. Email us at We Geek Podcast. Twitter at We Geek Podcast. Um, uh, at the Logan Went at Adam Eastup. Um, we're on Spotify. We're on all the uh, Android and iTunes. Um, and yeah, and uh, you, you got anything coming up? You got anything planned the next few weeks? No, no, just working some more work. I'm just going to be reading a little bit. Hopefully I'll get a little bit further in the Wheel of Time. It gets good. It gets crazy good. Uh, you said you haven't – you said you were going to pick it up, but you haven't yet, right? I have started. 
you've started. Which, which sorry, have you I, finished the first book? Or? I, I have read the first uh, six thousand pages of the first book, so I'm on uh, chapter two. <laughs> oh well, it's, it, it's not even that big though, it's compared to like. I'm sorry, but when I pull that thing up and and start going through my Kindle and I read like the first like handful of pages and I get the little thing in the corner that tells you about how long it'll take at that pace. And it says 32 hours and change to finish reading the book. I'm just like, holy. Yeah, but see, that's nothing compared to, like, The Way of Kings. I, I think Way of Kings is over a thousand pages hardcover. That terrifies me. That, but it's so good. I, I believe it. Like, I, 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 I'm, just, I'm just scared. I honestly think you would really like Brandon Sanderson's style uh, over, like, Robert Jordan. Robert Jordan, it's very much in the 90s, I guess. Yeah. It's like halfway between Tolkien and current uh, fantasy writers. Brandon Sanderson's way more – he was the perfect choice for it, but the the from beginning to end of The Way of Kings, it's so good, especially the stuff with Bridge Four. Um, actually, I don't know. Whenever I, whenever I read the information of, um, uh, about Mistborn, I think you'd like that. Um, with the like the Harry Potter stuff and all that, like, it's it's it, it's so I don't know. That, uh, there's too many series I want to read. <laughs> it's fair. Way too way too many. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, like I said, anyone listening, check out uh his stuff on YouTube. I thought it was just such an interesting take. Um, so much to read. So yeah, maybe in a few weeks we talk about uh some Wheel of Time stuff. Uh, there was some news that came out recently about about uh. About some of the cast uh, that were that, that that were brought on to this season, that will probably be next year when that releases. I can't wait, man! I, the Wheel of Time it's it goes so many places that I, I wasn't expecting in a fantasy series. Um, so I'm excited. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I, our listener of the show, our buddy Sean, I I texted him uh, like, "Who's these Sean Chan people? I'm like, well, where do they come from? Is this like the first chapter they're brought into?" And he's like. What book are you on? And I'm like, uh, the, the Great Hunt. He's like, yeah, that sounds about right. And I'm like, what is happening? Who are these people? And he's like, that's what you're supposed to be thinking. <laughs> like, wait a second, what are these? What are these group of people? So nice. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, the world opens up so big, uh, and apparently it gets even crazier moving forward. But the first one's very much a Lord of the Rings style, whatever. But this one's just like, wait, how many different people, countries, and uh, it's just, it's so good. But anyway, we'll see you guys next week, uh, Captain. Captain. Captain.